You're listening to the Hot Oral Podcast Network on HotOral.com. With an A-U. Hi friends, I'm Andy Sell, and these are the people we know. Friends, welcome back to another episode of People We Know, the podcast where real people get excited about unreal people. Uh, this week we do something a little different. Um, John Veron, say hi, John. Hey, that's John. John Veron, the engineer, uh, co-producer, mastermind, what have you, of this whole deal. Uh, he and I just. Uh, well, I'll explain what happened. We I came over to help edit uh, an episode and uh, and record some bumpers. And we ended up just talking about how much we both hated the movie Man of Steel. And uh, so that's we're doing something a little different this week. Uh, we talk about a person that we feel we know better than David Goyer and Zack Snyder, and that is Superman. I love Superman. A uh, huge fan of him. I, I like him better than Batman. I know that's a controversial opinion to hold these days. But uh, Superman, I'm... And we get into this a lot in the podcast, so I'm going to keep it kind of brief. But we do... I'm from the Midwest, and my dad is from a really small town in the Midwest, and um, I've always kind of identified with that, the, the whole Superman thing of just be good, just do the right thing, treat people with respect, and protect people. And that's, to me, there's a lot of stories that, that sort of explore if Superman had been raised by other people than the Kents, or if he'd landed in some place like Russia, like Red Sun, um... And uh, and that's an interesting thing to explore because to me Superman isn't Superman without Smallville, uh, without Jonathan Kent, and without uh, Martha Kent. Like he, that's who he is. He's he's this good guy. He's people make fun of him. They call him the Big Blue Boy Scout. He is a Boy Scout, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he's like a Boy Scout without the religious stuff and homophobia. Um, but he's <laughs> although the Boy Scouts, I think they're letting. They're letting gay kids in now, right? I think they're... Okay. Um, that's weird. Um, so, to me, Superman is a character I've always adored and loved. He's uh, I, I, I was always more of a Marvel guy growing up, and I still am more of a Marvel guy than a DC guy. But uh, I, uh, Superman I've always really had a, a special place in my heart for. Uh, more for what he stands for than by any single representation of him. I do like the Donner movies to a degree. Um, I still don't feel they got it completely right. I loved Brandon Routh in Superman Returns. I thought he did a great job. I thought Singer got the character right for the most part. Just the story didn't work. Um, and, but I, to me, the best representations of Superman will always be uh, All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison. I just adore that series because it's Grant Morrison um, doing what Grant Morrison does best when he's not being too Grant Morrison, if that makes any sense. Um, he's taking this these very um, simple, very uh, straightforward, very uh, wholly formed concepts and characters and doing some crazy, exploratory, curious things with them. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Fleischer cartoons. Uh, I grew up on the Fleischer cartoons, watching those as a kid. Uh, of course, not when they originally aired, but uh, certain TV stations would play them in syndication, or I would uh, see video, read video tapes of them. And uh, I, I love the Fleischer cartoons. To me, that is Superman. That's he's he's. I mean, 
there's some kind of racial jingoism that is kind of uh, anachronistic and fucked up in some of them. But but Clark Kent and Superman, he's a he's a protector. When he's fighting a monster, if there's a bridge going out and people are gonna fall off the bridge, he stops fighting the monster to go fix the bridge and help the people get get to safety. And that to me is Superman, and Man of Steel just did not get that right. Uh, and uh, I guess without saying much more, I'll just go ahead. We'll get into uh, we'll get into this. The person we know, Superman. The person we know better than David Goyer. great difficulty which i feel like probably means this will go well oh yeah this can't be great you know what it was you know what it was somewhere atop their mountain fortress goyer and snyder detected <laughs> that someone was yeah. about to speak ill because that's one interesting thing i've found about i've found about this uh well i'll, I'll say it in a second but what, what are we doing right now oh guys we're talking about uh we're talking about a, a person we know named superman and how David Goyer doesn't know Superman, and neither does Zack Snyder, and uh, Christopher Nolan probably doesn't even care. Yeah, Christopher Nolan probably knows Superman, but Christopher Nolan probably doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I don't think he, he was... He, he, he's been checked out since a certain point. It's kind of the impression I got. I think when Heath Ledger died, that was it for Nolan. I really honestly do. Yeah, I, I think he was just kind of... Well. Yeah, I think he, he kind of... Had that happen and then realized, because I don't know if he was on the hook for Rises at that point. I think the way, and this is all just me talking, I don't know anybody mm-hmm. or anything like that, but I think what happened was they said, we are going to give you a big pile of money to make Inception, the crazy little project you've had in your head since you know you were 14, and then uh, you have to make Rises for us in exchange. Yeah. And it, that's why he made just the laziest cash grab of a movie you could possibly imagine. Oh, God damn, yeah. I know that at one point he... He did announce that he had intended to make a trilogy, but I can't remember if it was before or after. There's no way in hell that was the trilogy he intended to make. I don't know. I mean, I I have this thing about a lot of filmmakers where I think that, like, they're better when they're struggling. They're better when Mm -hmm. you don't give them all the resources they want because then they have to think more creatively. Mm -hmm. And that informs the the product a lot more. Like, (sighs) I think by Dark Knight Rise, by the time Dark Knight Rises was filming, you know they they just kind of gave him whatever they gave him a blank check. You know, yeah. it's like here, make whatever you want, go film. Because in Dark Knight, he had to film the whole thing in Chicago. You know, and then they filmed all of it in Chicago. I, most of it, yeah. at the very least, most of it. Um, I mean, yes, he he never really leaves Gotham yeah. in that movie. So, but then in Dark Knight Rises, when they filmed that, I mean, they filmed that was all, they shot all over the shot Pittsburgh, in L.A., Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and New York. L.A., Chicago, New York. Uh, I want to say London for some reason. I don't. They shot everywhere. Yeah, that's they were globe trotting with yeah. that movie, and which worked out great for Lone Ranger. So, <laughs> you know. oh god, that's gonna. Uh, that's wh- what is that? That's the new Heaven's Gate or something? Like, well, no, it's not quite the new Ishtar not tour. <laughs> I like Ishtar. I've actually never seen it. It's Ishtar. a really, It's actually a pretty good movie. It's like a Hope and Crosby Road movie. Okay. But, like, with Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman, it's pretty great. I like Ishtar a lot. Those, I think it's a fun those, movie. <laughs> those wacky slapstick <laughs> <Yeah>. icons. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, I think that's why it didn't work. I think it's well. I mean, I think the movie works, but I think that's why it didn't work for audiences at the time. Yeah. Because you had Hoffman and Beatty, these two guys known for what, like Tootsie and Marathon Man and <laughs> yeah. Reds, <laughs> and, and that movie where he's a hairdresser, shampoo. shampoo. It was, it was <laughs> Splendor in the Grass, like. Yeah. Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde, Clyde. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then they yeah, they're Bob Hope and Bing Crosby now. What? <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. But I, I, the, the thing I was going to say about about Man of Steel specifically is that one thing I've noticed is that if you don't like this movie, you, you are have a vis- brain. You well, yeah. Um, but you're so offensive to the people that do like this movie. Oh my god, I find that's the case a lot of times. Like when people, when people like stupid big yeah shitty mega budget summer tentpole films when people like those like you can just all you have to say is yeah i didn't like it to somebody like and they'll get so offended they'll just be like well you're pretentious you're a snob you think you're better than me and it's like well yeah i am but beside that why are you so angry with yeah. me for just not liking a movie? Like what, you know, it's like the opposite of the, of the film snob thing Yeah, where it's like people like these vulgar, obscene. I th- I'm going to say one word and I think it's going to connect everything for you. Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I don't think juggalos exist. Like I think, I think juggalos the are liberal media yeah. made them up. <laughs> I think they're a conspiracy. I think that like they were invented. I want to go to the ja- gathering of the juggalos. To keep so bad. I, I think they were invented to keep people's faith in humanity down. I don't know. I'm from a smallish town in Louisiana. Yeah. I know some juggalos. I know people who know juggalos. I've never, I've never met a juggalo. My roommate, I guess, used to be a juggalo. Really? He says, well, he likes insane clown. He likes ICP, but I don't think he, I don't think he did the makeup and all that yeah. stuff. I don't think because he's, he he he's a black like a guy and I kind of like to think that Juggalos is like a like an all white club. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't I can't imagine, you know, although like there are horrorcore rappers racist, like that's probably pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> like Tech Nine, Tech Nine performs at the Gathering of the Juggalo. He's yeah. like a, he's a Juggalo affiliated act. Uh, so is Vanilla and Ice he's, now. Oh, Teal it. Remember when they threw bottles at Teal at Tequila yeah. at the Gathering of the Juggalo? That was kind of not okay. Yeah, like I was torn on that one. <laughs> I really didn't know where my loyalties lay. Like, in that story, there are no good guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they're two shitty people that deserve horrible two, things. Two groups of shit heels that just sort of crash together. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, they, they, if you really want to have a good time. I really Find regret the... the racist thing I said a minute ago. <laughs> I feel like it's staying, but it's sort it's... of like with Civil War reenactors and rockabilly kids. Like you, like you don't imagine there's a lot of color diversity in there. No, you don't. You don't picture. <laughs> you don't picture a black Civil War reenactor. Yeah. Sasquatch hunters too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, don't I, can't, I can't imagine there's a lot of, you know, like. I want. What if there's an Asian juggalo? <laughs> <laughs> that seems more likely, actually. Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> probably like like, a, like an Asian guy caught between the stereotype of being the Asian dude that's into hip hop and the Asian dude that wants to be a white nerd. Like, <laughs> it's, just, like, it's there. He's the, the perfect like balance of that is juggalo. <laughs> 
That's just sort of the emergent property. <laughs> Why am I wearing all this grease paint? I guess I'm going with it. All right. This is who I am now. I like to think the first Juggalo was created like much like the Joker. Was, <laughs> some cop was hunting him down and shoved him into a vet of chemicals. And he, he came out and he had grease paint on and a couple of pages of shitty rhymes yeah. and a Casio keyboard from which to issue and a, forth and beats. And a bottle of Fago. <laughs> It was in a Fago factory. He, yeah. got, he, got, he fell into a vat of Fago. And then he shook it up and popped the top and <laughs> rode it off into the night. <laughs> His silhouette streaking across the full moon. I like the Amblin logo. <laughs> oh, like God. a shitty white trash E.T. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to have a really good time and you hate yourself, check out the, the uh, Juggalo uh, promo web videos. They have this like 20 minute long videos they do oh, God. of just them uh, talking in front of like a green screen background of the dark carnival and there's like a severed head next to him. And is, then, it, like, is it Violent J? And, uh, no, and, it's not even them. No? It's their acolytes. It's just Juggalos. It's ju- well, no, it's, it's officially Ninjas. affiliated with like uh so it's guys. endorsed it's like it it's has endorsed yeah it has the stamp of approval yeah but they do a smart marketing thing which was they keep violent j and shaggy tudo kind of scarce like <laughs> when they make an appearance like it's kind of a big deal it's sort like, of like if captain america is on an episode of that agents of shield tv show exactly yeah <laughs> or like probably just or like when seconds. the rock shows up on raw now that he's like a yeah. big star it's like oh shit yeah like look how legit we are we got this guy you know, like the guys who will show up on there, like pretty regularly, like Vanilla Ice will. The guys from Twisted will. Uh, uh, Twisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those I guys. I forgot will. they exist. Yeah, um, but and all of them, just to tie it back, loved Man of Steel. Of course they I did. I guarantee you they of did. Of course they did. I'm just hypothesizing. Dude, Dude it was dope when Superman broke that guy's neck. It was yeah. dope. Also, by the way, spoilers for me. I always thought too. that Superman was kind of a homo, but then he broke that guy's neck. <laughs> that I was... don't know why Carl is a juggalo. <laughs> hey, uh, you know. <laughs> hey, Snyman, I saw your Superman movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was kind of a uh, shallow reading of the character. <laughs> yeah, make sure my childhood is completely leveled there. That's good. I uh, I can move on now. Finally, <laughs> I uh, I guess I'm not a got not a sad little man child no more. I'm gonna start paying some taxes and watching period dramas. <laughs> I hear thirty somethings okay. <laughs> Let's see what Timothy Busfield's up to. <laughs> oh my God! No one has no one I no one has said the word thirty something in twenty two years. Oh, I'm glad to be that guy. I'll carry that torch for you, America. <laughs> uh, hey, who was that? Was the my so-called life uh, people? It that was. That. Yeah. I really like my and so-called. Qu- they life. made Quarter Life too. Oh, they did. Yeah, I never saw it. Yeah, I heard Quarter Life was a piece of shit, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch it. Um, but my so-called life, I fucking loved. Oh, uh, my so-called life is so good. It's it's the, my favorite thing about my so-called life is that it uh, completely like it it takes Angela seriously for a second. And then just zooms out from her a little bit. And the tone you feel like, I feel like there's an undercurrent mm. of you stupid girl, like to the whole show. I don't get that. I, I, like in a loving way, but still like a, hey, you know, this is all well, completely meaningless. It, it, it balances it out with like the stuff, like the stuff with her parents. Yeah. Like I love, I love that. Like I, that's one of my favorite things about that show is that it, it was the first teen show really, I think, to, I'm not an expert, but it's pretty like, known for that. To like have the parents also as like real human characters. Yeah. They weren't just like, 
you know, allowance, they had whole story allowance and lecture machines. They yeah. were actually – they were actual people who had yeah. their own, own trauma going on. And then you saw this stuff with um, the teacher uh, – the Oh, God, the, 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 the one that was uh, – the one that was on Cheers. Cheers, yeah. He yeah. was. Uh, what was his name? Robin? Was it Robin? I think was it that was Robin. Name? He was also Lord John Marbury on The West Wing. <laughs> That's uh, right. He was. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Been watching a lot of West Wing lately. <laughs> uh, me too. I, well, I kind of took a West Wing break. I'm on. I'm on Fringe now. Uh, but I, I was watching a lot of West Wing. Um. I, so wait. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about my. Where are we? Oh, because oh, I mentioned thirty jump. something, and then we yeah. went into that. Um, but I you, just love my so-called. It's a, you ever read uh, the liner notes for the DVD set where uh, – God, I, I wish I could remember the creator's name now. I can't remember her name. She's – look it up. <laughs> but she wrote this thing where she was talking about where she would have taken it with season two. Oh, yeah? And it's really some incredible stuff. Like she would have had – Pregnancy scare? She would have had an affair happening. Uh, uh, Winnie Holtzman. Winnie Holtzman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank she you, Winnie had, Holtzman. She would have had a, a divorce. She would have had Angela's parents' divorce, and she oh, would shit. have had um, Ricky moving in with a teacher. Um, oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, which I think happens. No, Ricky, yeah, Ricky was getting chummy in, in a not creepy way with one of the teachers. Yeah, and I think that that's what happened. That's what she wanted for season two was Ricky moves in with that teacher. Yeah. And then there's this huge controversy about it. No, um, that would have been cool. Because yeah. that was the, the, the thing that what I was trying to get at earlier with the, like, you stupid girl comment. Well, it's like there's is, people around you with real problems. Exactly. And you don't really like, have those. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the, the show didn't have to do anything except show those other problems yeah. and then go back to Angela and be like, really? But what in I order g- to, to highlight, not, not in, like, a, an insulting, like, we're going to look down on this girl way, but in, in like, a um, look how huge everything feels to you when you're a teenager yeah. Sort of way. Well, and that's what I that's what I really liked about it is that I don't think you have it ever, no context for anything. Yeah, and it and it and and you, I don't know. Like she she's an emotional sponge too. Like she yeah. she absorbs all this stuff in this world that's going on, around. and I identify with that because that's kind of how I was as a kid. Yeah, like I was I was basically the male Angela Chase. Uh, oh God, I had so many feelings. <laughs> yeah, oh. oh my God, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, I was I was depressed at eleven. <laughs> I was, I was clinically depressed at eleven. If a woman said a sentence to me, I was in love with her. It was oh god, bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, same here, yeah. same here. And I had a lot of friends who were girls, uh, so I was just in love with all of them yeah. all the time. And uh, yeah, and like, and I had pe- people around me who had real problems, yeah. like actual, like abuse and and drugs and yeah. shit like that. Like I had. Um, Rianne's and yeah. Ricky's in my life, and uh, and I was just this regular white kid in a suburban family with no with a younger brother with no problems. Yeah, yeah but I yeah. but I would like take emotionally take on the burdens of everybody yeah. around and the world. Like I would I would get real sad. I would watch. Yeah. I was a kid that watched the news and Ooh, read the newspaper. Yeah. Even and I was now, real you don't sad. Do that. All the, no, now I don't. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't need to know about anything that's going on. And that's why that that, that episode that was from Brian Krakow's perspective. Oh, yeah. That was just so heartbreaking and brilliant. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, like every teenager is going through this thing where they're trying to yeah. figure everything out. They, they're unbelievably self-involved. It's so, so damn good. Um, but you know what's not good? Man, Man of Steel. Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> Full circle, guys. I didn't think we'd reel it Bro- in. Brilliant segue. Yeah. But I, I, I still, I'm fascinated, 
I, and I, I want to touch on the the defensiveness of 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 this fan base because I agree with you that there's that uh, that thing that uh, somebody responded to Roger Ebert's Transformers Two review. I don't know oh, if you remember th- this. That th- and this is this is when I f- that's isn't Transformers is when I first noticed this kind of attitude of of backlash of the dumb people. Yeah. When like when you would say you don't like something and they would yeah. turn on you was with Transformers. When I had I had friends, I walked out of Transformers. Good man. I, I walked out of that movie. Uh, and I would, would people would say, "Oh, you see Transformers is awesome," and I was like, uh, "I didn't, I didn't yeah. like it." I walked out, and they're like, "What? What's wrong with you? What are you? What were you expecting? Were you expecting like Tarkovsky? Were you expecting art? What's? You don't know who Tarkovsky you're per- is. Yeah, they didn't say. They would say like, you know, they would. I don't know. But they were, were you expecting some art film? And it like, was no. pretty cool when the one ball of shrapnel cra- crashed into the <laughs> other ball of shrapnel. Okay. Yeah, like when hey, when there's like big blobs of metal on the screen hitting each other, and I can't tell the difference between the two. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah, and that's like people would be like, were you, "What were you expecting? High art?" And it's like, no, but I was expecting good. Yeah, like you don't tell me you can't make a Transformers movie that's engaging and intelligent. You, you can. can. It's called you Transformer the movie. <laughs> with yeah. Orson Welles in it. <laughs> and it's uh, great. Orson and I Welles' cried. last role. <laughs> yeah. The first time I saw it, I cried. I was 20. <laughs> it was it was amazing. You just got way sadder to me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that movie in the kid. I had a friend who had a theory that like that was the reason that our generation was so fucked up about violence and stuff. Oh, was because wow. the, in the first Transformers, like the, like the first five minutes, you're seeing like major characters die. Yeah. Like in the like one of the first scenes, a guy gets shot, and a Transformer gets shot in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So trans- Robert Roger Ebert's Transformers. Yeah. So 2 Roger Ebert's Transformers Two review, he panned it because it's a piece of shit. And then a bunch of people wrote in with that argument, like you just don't like dumb action, blah blah blah. And they said the thing that he that really pissed him off wasn't that. The thing that really pissed him off was anybody can have any opinion about a film. And, like, my opinion's just as valid as yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't like to be too elitist, and I don't like to sort of recoil at that, at that notion. I love to be elitist, and I hate that notion. <laughs> I do now, because I, re- because I read the Roger Ebert's argument, which was, you know, my friend Gene Siskel, he, he fucking evokes the dead at the opening of his response. And he says, my friend Gene Siskel said that, you know, sometimes you can have an opinion that's so wrongheaded that it's actually factually incorrect. Like, the person oh, in, his, in his response in, yeah. had said that Transformers 2 is just as good of a movie as Casablanca and Roger no that person should be shot into the sun (laughs) like that's not that that's a person who will contribute nothing to the cultural discourse yeah we're I mean you know we 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 need day laborers like someone's got to pick the fruit it makes me it it kind of upsets me to actually and I'm gonna speak ill of the dead right now but for Roger Ebert to say something like that is insane to say that like all opinions have the same validity because no, he was saying they don't. He was saying they don't. Yeah, he was saying that sometimes an opinion can be so wrong well, that no, it's factually incorrect. But before that, you said that he said my opinion is just as valid. No, the as guy the who was right into him. Okay, said I'm okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah then uh, Roger Ebert's not a hypocrite. I just still hate him for trying to destroy slasher movies. Yeah, he is. Kind of, he's <laughs> definitely an elitist. Um, yeah. But I mean, he, he, he. I mean, the guy loved Jennifer's body. Let's be honest. He hated he Kick really? Ass. He did. He hated Kick Ass, and he loved Jennifer's body. And I like to remind people of that when they start to fillet Roger Ebert's corpse a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't. Uh, Roger Ebert was an important figure, and he did a lot of great things, and he and he helped a lot. Like his review for Dark City. Yeah. That's still one of the yeah. single most beautiful things I've ever read, and it's yeah. a fucking movie review. And it's. But it was so. And it's, it's such, such an a gorgeously film. written review, and it's yeah. a great film. Yeah. And he was absolutely right about that movie. Yeah. Um, but I guess my, my point is that in the culture, Roger Ebert has lost that argument. 
that argument's over. And apparently Roger Ebert and on all the people who think like him, like us, we we're we're done. We don't yeah. get to have that opinion anymore because everybody's willing to accept the big dumb splody films, and especially <laughs> the uh, the people who really really like Man of Steel. Like I uh, I was telling you before we started recording that I waded into the gunfire that is a Reddit thread about Man of Steel. Um, I a still don't weeks know ago. why you would do that. Well, you know, I just <laughs> wanted to have a discussion. And I'm dumb. So uh, someone posted a thing on Reddit, said, hey, people who, don't, who didn't like Man of Steel, why? And I was like, okay, I'll post my thoughts. And an interesting thing happened. I, I ended up you know, just sort of debating. Somebody on Reddit seriously was just like, I want your opinion and why. I want. Yeah. They weren't. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a trap. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. But I, uh, I posted my stuff. I ended up having a pretty intelligent conversation with some guy uh, who seemed to not you know, be. Uh, he seemed to have good instincts, but he wasn't as schooled in, in film study. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be all snotty, but I you know, make films. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I hate that when people are like, well, I, you don't think you know more, more about movies than me just cause you went to film school. And I'm like, would you say that to a fucking doctor? <laughs> would you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, Oh, don't think you know as much about me- medicine as me just cause you went to medical school yeah i mean but the 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 way i i I kind of approached these guys because one guy was listing off because one of my big complaints about the movie um is everybody's that superman doesn't really save anybody um (sighs) that's the that to me is the biggest sin of that bar none the biggest the biggest problem it has so this dude listed everybody they saved and my response was just hey man if you like the movie great like i'm glad that that guy walked out of the theater with a movie he could like you know because because I'm not going to change that guy's mind. Like I think I think that it was a bad film, and if he wants to debate critically the merits of the film, fine. But if he wants to say, "Hey, everything you say has some validity," but I still liked it, I can't take that experience away from that guy. No, no, like, no and no. I'm glad he had it. No, totally. I fucking didn't, so I'm glad someone did. Like yeah. it's 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 on the face of it. It's it's not. I'm glad he had it, but at the same time, I wish the movie hadn't been made. Yeah. Like I wish, because that's the thing is that like with people, I feel like with people like that that enjoy something like that. They're they're settling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're saying. That's exactly what it is. It's settling. settling. They're settling. Yeah. They're saying, okay, well, I had a good time, so that's all I care about. Yeah. And I don't like that. I I I, I rabidly despise that kind of approach Absolutely. to things. Like I want. Wait, okay, so you you were satisfied, but wouldn't you rather be inspired? Wouldn't yeah. you rather be, you know, exhilarated? Like you know, wouldn't you rather something? so good and so engaging and so challenging yeah. that like you you want to be as good as that movie you know yeah. or you want to create something remember how you like felt that. after dark knight or even avengers yeah. which uh, i i will i will tolerate no ill spoken of avengers ever. no avengers is great it's <laughs> just way stupider than dark knight yeah it? no like, it is i mean in a good way but i yeah. i loved it but it's it's not as it doesn't it's not trying to do as much of a, as a film like dark knight um yeah i mean or even I want it, to you know honestly own, in a way i think that uh, uh, the Avengers' ambitions, while probably narrower and more limited than the ambitions of something like Dark Knight, yeah, um, were just as noble and actually even harder to attain. No, I mean because the, the whole time I was watching Avengers, I kept thinking that I wanted to like grab Michael Bay by the scruff of his neck and go, "Like this that. is how you do this." 
<laughs> now you go away to a mountain yeah. forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the, and that's the thing too is that people will say shit like, "Well, you don't like things that are fun and explodey." And I'm like, I, the, the, "The Avengers is fun and explodey, but there's also more to it than that. It yeah. also is smart, and it's and it and there's emotion, and there's and the, and it it." it, it to me, when I say that the ambitions of the Avengers are harder to attain, is that the ambitions of that movie clearly are just to make, to take a comic book, yeah, and put it on the screen, yeah, and to make a movie that feels like a comic book, yeah, and they did it, yeah, and that's hard to pull off because you're working in, in a different medium in such a satisfying way, like yeah. it, it it captured the scale of comic mm-hmm. book fights, yeah, in it a captured way the scale of comic awesome. book fights, it comp- it captured the the relationship dynamics between comic book characters superheroes yeah. specifically and how they relate to non-superheroes that was in there yeah. and it captured um you know there were so many little story like classic comic book story elements and tropes yeah that it nailed one by one that it, like just like hawkeye being brainwashed into being a bad guy comic book trope yeah uh two superheroes not getting along and fighting each other comic book trope yeah you know like, alien invasion comic book trope like yeah. splash page action sequences like it, it it got those yeah and to me that's a little bit I think maybe more difficult to attain than what the dark Knight was going for, which is recontextualizing a comic book world. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's great. And I love that dark Knight mostly nailed it. I still have a lot of beef with some of the things in that movie, yeah. but I mean, I but think you recognize just that, as valid. that those are nitpicks um, yeah. on the face yeah. of a pretty successful film, mm-hmm. which absolutely, is, you know, and I feel like that's, that's an important thing to do is kind of make that leap and go, oh, okay. Like, you know, there's there's walking out of a satisfying movie and then thinking about some of the story logic to it. Yeah. And there's walking out of a movie dissatisfied and then telling yourself that you had a good time because the filmmakers told you that you had a good time at the end. Oh, yeah. And that's that's or what just you, because or even just because like, oh, it, it, it the name of the movie is Transformers and there were Transformers in it. So I'm happy. Like, yeah. That's oh, look, Superman me. punching looked like he was supposed to look. Yeah. Well, yes, you succeeded at this this minimal thing. And that's that's I think where the that where Man of Steel started to go wrong is I think it responded to the notes from Superman Returns way too much. Yeah, there was too much over too much correcting the steering, too yeah. much overcompensating. And you know, the punching looked good. I could have used about a third as much of it as we got. Yeah. Um but the whole mo- we could have used about a third as much of the movie as we got. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, so long. Yeah, it's bad, you guys. It's real bad. <laughs> it's so like, bad. <laughs> like <laughs> it's 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 like I was telling you earlier, it doesn't just like it it hurts my notion of Superman because I love Superman. <sighs> Me too. Um, I love Me too. him so much. And it it fails at capturing what I love about Superman, but it also just fails on its own terms as a film. Yeah, it fails as a movie. It doesn't succeed. There's so many holes in it, in its own logic. Like, they make rules for themselves that they then contradict. Yeah, why? By the way, maybe you can clear this up for me. Why is the Codex a skull? Dude, I don't know. Why is the... Why is the... Why Why does Jor-El ride a dragon? (laughs) (laughs) Why is the Genesis Chamber... A fucking weird fetus pool like, with with matrix with sea- robots in yeah, it. Yeah, with seaweed and matrix robots. <laughs> why why are they growing kids on seaweed? <laughs> I don't remember that the Genesis Chamber looking like that. Yeah, and I mean the movie it makes these moves with the Genesis Chamber and other stuff towards being about choice. You know, it's kind of pointing in that direction, like oh. But it never you know, shows you; it just tells you. It that's just what it is. tells. It just you. tells you that's what it's about. Over and over, it hammers that over your head. But we the only time we see. Clark make a choice as he says when he's on the ship and he says Krypton had its chance and he decides to crash the baby truck um, <laughs> and then everybody's like oh no and then at the end when he decides I guess the other choices he make he makes the choice for Earth when he snaps Zod's neck um, which is the don't that 
family could have just run away. There was like a whole. They could have just got up and yeah. left. No, and people people uh, uh, online have been like, they were near some rubble. They were cornered. Oh, shut the oh. fuck up! There's heat vision coming right at you and your kids. You're gonna scramble out of the goddamn way. I don't care what's in yeah, your way. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't buy it. I mean, and then the whole movie was kind of just lazily shot in that way. Mm-hmm. That like the the story lo- the, the, well, that's... The, the the blocking didn't play to what he was trying to tell. Well, Snyder... Like, see also the tornado scene. Ugh. Like, you're trying to tell us a thing happened, but it didn't happen. I agree. Did you read Mark Wade's review? Yeah. I agree with 90% of what he says, but he liked Pot Kent, and he liked the tornado sequence. Ugh. And I vehemently disagree. Wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. It's, uh, no. Hold your hand. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That tornado, he's not going to save. He saved kids from a, Okay. Let's let's should we have the Pac Kent discussion? Yeah, we're gonna have the Pac Kent discussion because he's the best character in the whole damn he mythos. Is, he is the best character yeah. in the Superman world, like yeah. period. He is he's the reason Superman is Superman. No, he's he's Jor El is the reason he's on Earth and he has all these powers. But Pac Kent is the reason that he is the man he is. Yeah, Pac Kent is the reason. Well, Ma and Pac Kent really, yeah. but they're the reason that he's not like dictator of Earth. Yeah, this is this is the reason it didn't go all red sun for us. Mm-hmm. Like we saw that story. Yeah, we or the know. nail. That's the whole point of fucking Red Sun is hey, here's what happens if anybody besides the Kents get yeah. a hold of him. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the nail, but I'm assuming it's yeah, the same. Yeah, it's the sort same thing. thing where the, the Kents can't pick him up. Yeah. Because they're they get a flat tire. From a nail? Yeah. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's that whole, you know, the for want of a nail, the shoe was lost. Oh, okay. For yeah, want yeah, of yeah, a shoe, yeah. the horse was lost, rider, battle, war country blah 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 yeah um and it's all about that like the kents don't pick him up and of course superman becomes a fucking villain because yeah. he doesn't that's get what you right. would do <laughs> everyone listening right now honestly nature versus nurture motherfuckers yeah. if you had grown up and you could fly and you could lift buildings and oh, you dude. could superheat things with your vision like think of all the terrible things you would do with those i would powers. do i would get i mean i wouldn't be robbing banks and shit but i would at least be punching trees over when i'm mad oh you yeah know? yeah i would at least i would i would I mean, I feel like I would do the right thing, like I would go, but it wouldn't be the right thing in the eyes of like the law. You oh, know what I I'd mean? tell myself I was doing the right thing, <laughs> just like any good dictator yeah. does. Paul Pot thought he was doing the right yeah. thing, yeah. but that's like the only thing I like. And one of the few things I liked is in when he when he takes out a predator drone at the end. Yeah, no, that was kind of fun. I was like, that's what I would do if I were Superman. Yeah, I'd be like, especially yeah. if it was following me. Oh, you're you not going to reinstate habeas corpus? I'll do it for yeah. you. I guess let, well, we can talk for a second about the things we did like. Okay, that'll, that'll probably take about six minutes um, <laughs> I, I liked when he flew the one moment of joy in the film when, when he was he smiling and he was like time. fucking look what the only I can time do. he smiled in the movie i think yeah yeah i liked how he looked when he was hovering outside of the army base like that that vision that was a good superman visual well, there were a lot of good visuals yeah honestly yeah. There was a lot of there were a lot of good. But that's visuals. what Snyder does. He's a yeah. visual guy. He's a style guy. He's not a substance. Guy. There were a lot of good visuals that were just sort of cribbed from the comics. To be fair, mm. like, it was like, yeah, that's a panel. Like that's a nice looking panel, but it's a panel. yeah. Well, there was stuff he, they took from um, wait Mark Waits Birthright Birthright. Yeah, yeah, probably my favorite Superman story. Really, love Bir- I love Birthright. Oh, nice. Just the thing at the end where you know, spoiler alert, he <laughs> uh, he he he's he gets to uh, Lex Luthor's like Krypton viewing machine and then he sees his parents and like we get to see the oh, scene in the beginning. Yeah. He's like, Mom, Dad, I made it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's so fucking wonderful. But uh, I, I, I that, that reminds me too of my favorite Superman, All Star Superman. Oh, yeah. When he goes back to see to try and see to try and have one last moment with 
Pa before Pa dies. Oh yeah. Uh, when it's cry. The, the bandage face guy. Yeah. 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 Makes that, me cry. That hurts a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> right in the feels, man. But yeah. uh, I, I liked the my probably my favorite moment for the version of Superman I think they were trying to make was when he's in the interrogation room and he gets up and just admits. Oh like, yeah, that scene was awesome. When he snaps the handcuffs and, and he's he like, doesn't look even at what I can do. He doesn't even snap them. He, he just, just relaxes his yeah. arms. <laughs> And it's perfect because yeah, it just—it's so effortless. The way he's just like, no, this is like, look what I can do. This alone should tell you, yeah. I'm not a bad dude. Because yeah. if I were, you would probably all be dead. Yeah, I I could have <laughs> incinerated every single one of you, and I didn't. Yeah, which so is like, have to trust but that's me. the extent of Superman's heroism in this film. Yeah, it's <laughs> just being like, I'm not a complete piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I've that's managed to only... not commit genocide this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, man. That's why I always get bothered sort of by that idea of, like, what people say. Like, oh, you the real friends, the test of real friends is when they're – if they're there for you when the horrible things happen. And yeah. I'm like, no, that just means they're not a complete asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's The real test is. is if you can tolerate being around them for more yeah. than five minutes during the everyday shit. Yeah, it's because Facebook exists. Like, motherfuckers come out of the woodwork whenever something bad oh, happens yeah. to you. Like, yeah. you're getting Facebook Oh, my messages. dad died today, and then, like, 700 – I'm comments. so sorry, I'm and it's sorry. just like no, like the people I'm, I, the people I just want to have a beer with are the real friends, yeah, you know. But the uh, so Paul Kent in this movie, he's not teaching him any real values. All he ever, the only thing he ever seems to say is, "You're really powerful. No one would accept you if they knew what you were. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your light under a bushel." Um, not to get all Sunday school about yeah, it. Yeah, this also. Paul Kent has definitely heard the song "This Little Light of Mine." I'm going to let it shine. He has to have. He's from the Midwest, and that's he's going ag- directly against that I song. Know. <laughs> I mean, the song's about Jesus, but Superman's Jesus. So Superman's obviously, especially shine. in this movie, he's oh, obviously God, Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the scene in the fucking church. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. With the with the stained glass Jesus picture. You know what? I would have. I would have. Uh, the ver- there's a version of that scene I would have been okay with. Make it a more modest church. And then have him know the pastor. Yeah. Like, show us that he's been going to that yeah. church since he was a kid. No, they catholic it up, man. They way catholic They made it this up. huge church. He wouldn't go. He would be at first Lutheran. Yeah, he's dead. No, Superman's a Lutheran. Or Methodist sure. or Presbyterian. He's one yeah. of those three. One of those one nice, of moderate pro- Protestant yeah. dominations yeah. where you can dance and have a beer yeah. if you want. Yeah, where the whole point of the church is for people to get together in the yeah. first place. Like <laughs> The point of it is the potato salad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what and we're all here for. the fruit punch in the church basement and the scout meetings and the Pinewood yeah. Derby. Like, yeah. that's... That sounds great. That is the church <laughs> that clark goes to yeah absolutely he's he's sorry clark ken is not catholic no um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys got kennedy you don't get superman <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that that, that and that's the thing that keeps bugging me about this movie more than anything else is that i keep and i'm just some asshole like i called myself a filmmaker earlier i made i produced and co-wrote one 30 minute short horror film i've got some other stuff i'm not an auteur i'm not a big filmmaker i'm just some asshole and yeah. i can see all these things you could do to change the movie and make yeah. it better it's not just like like dark knight is just broken you needed to start over with that movie with uh-huh. this like I oh, Dark Knight Rises? Dark Knight Rises, yeah. Yeah, um, that, that movie is... Uh, yep. Oh, God, don't. I don't... That's a whole other podcast. There's no... There's not, yeah, let's not... I don't even... Let's not talk about yeah. it. But, uh, <laughs> Superman. But, but this, uh, you know, what, what you do is uh, you give Pa Ken a couple of scenes where he says something besides hydrolite under a bushel. You're going to change the world someday. Today is not that day. Um, yeah, that's the... Well, yeah, 
the bus, man. Let's come on. Yeah. Talk about the bus. Let's talk about that. When he comes out and he's mad at him and he's like, oh, they saw you. They saw you save the other kids. So? So, yeah, Dad. Should I, I have let them die? And Paul Kent's response, maybe. No. That's nope. not – that. 100% that's not Paul Kent, especially after his whole speech to him in the barn when he shows him the spaceship. He's like, you are the answer. No. You are the one that's going to save us. But yeah, not now. Yeah. Don't do it now because <laughs> the neighbors might talk. <laughs> <laughs> I got to live in this town. Yeah. Clock. Well, so what would happen if he didn't save the kids? You know what I mean? Yeah. That would mean that Clark Kent would be the only survivor of, the, of that bus crash. Still kind of suspicious. You think there's fucking questions now? Like, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. yeah. There'd be some questions. There's going to be a hearing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How come your kid was the only one surprised? Also, um, all my friends are dead now, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> all my friends are I'm dead. I'm a social outcast because the people who yeah. are remaining think I killed those kids. You think the kids who – you think the kids beat me up They call before? me Cursed Clark <laughs> at school now. That's what they call me. And they bullied him? Why were they uh, – Clark Kent didn't get bullied. See, I'm fine with Clark Kent. Here's the the ver- there's a again there's a version of that I'm fine with. Yeah, there's no, a true. version I'm fine there's, with. Where- there's a version of him breaking Zod's neck that I'm fine with. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. So the version I'm fine with is where first of all we have some moments of levity with Pa Kent. Um, like my 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 buddy uh, Sean uh, pitched ten minutes after we leave the movie. We're talking about Pa Kent and how he sucked. And Sean is immediately like, "Here's a scene I would have liked to see." Top of his head. Sean, just like me, some asshole. And he goes, yeah, what if they're fishing? And then, like, Clark's like, hey, you know, I, I, I could just heat up the lake with my heat vision. And we could get all the fish, Dad. And Paul's like, no, no, it's not about that. It's about sitting here, and it's about the journey, and it's about skill. you got to learn how to work with your hands, Clark. It's important because if you're going to live on this planet, you have to live like one of us. Boom. Yeah. It's a lighter scene than all it the others we him, saw. It, it's lighter. It's, it's touching. Yeah. There's a little bit of – there's a smile. In that scene. Yeah. There's a smile. There's joy in that scene. But there's also a, a lesson. Focus. There's yeah. also a lesson about don't yeah. abuse your fucking powers, kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it tells us the same thing he told us over and over in a much more oblique You could even nice put in way. an ecological message in there about like, well, you don't – we don't need all this, all those fish. Yeah. You only take what you need. Yeah. You need one fish. That's it. You don't need all the fish in the lake. It's like that Let great line from the last season, uh, from like the second season of Louie, where he tells his kid, the only reason to look in someone else's bowl is to make sure they have enough. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah. You know? I read this interview with him recently where he was saying that uh, he, w- with his kids, he, he teaches them how to, how, to, how to, one, eat less, like only eat what they need to eat, yeah. and also to share by saying, like, you get a full sandwich, yeah. you cut it in half. You give the other half to somebody else. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what he great. does with his kids. Like, yeah. Louis, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is Pa Kent. He's totally Pa He should have played Pa Kent. Oh, man. I, I would love it if Superman was exactly like in the comics, saving people, but just like dick jokes left and right. <laughs> like, just imagine that. <laughs> just like, you know why I do this? I need an outlet because I can't fuck. <laughs> and they'd be like, that's fine, Superman. Don't ever get laid. You know? That's still a better Superman than the one in this fucking oh, movie. God. Yeah. So that's you know, give us that scene with Paul Kent. Don't write such a lazy fucking tornado scene. So the scene with the fucking tornado. Oh, the last conversation. First off, it opens with the last conversation Clark has with his dad, which, which is, is like, "You're, you're not, not my, my dad." dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, you whiny little sack of shit. <laughs> Ugh. And then the tornado's coming. <laughs> 
And then, like, I think he tells, oh, yeah, because they're, they're getting out of the car and they're running away. Even though they sit there and watch this tornado approach. Now, now you're from Iowa. You can kind of see a tornado coming, Yeah, you right? see it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's usually a warning, like, especially if they were driving in the car, a radio bulletin would have come over. And okay. there would have been sirens. Yeah. And I th- actually, I think there were sirens in the movie. Okay. If I remember correctly, there were some Do you feel sirens. like the amount of time they had to flee the car was realistically portrayed? No. Okay. That's, no, that's God, what no. I was getting at. Um, um, although, like, also that highway. Yeah. They're on this country highway that's got a traffic jam. Yeah. From no, like, yeah, no. from from yeah. all the people in Smallville, Kansas, who were yeah. stopped by the tornado. I mean, Is it, everyone in Smallville? There was there a be, football game? There might be a lot of people driving through. And yeah. in that, if that's the case, sure. And, of course, cars are going to stop. Well, there's a trade show out. in Topeka. so People are going <laughs> <laughs> to run out and, and go back to the – Comic-Con was in Topeka. <laughs> people are going to run run out, and they're going to go back to the underpass. You know, They're going to go yeah. hide under the, the overpass, which is what you do in a yeah. tornado. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy and then that he goes many back stock to the, cars. He goes back for the damn dog. I'm sorry. I, I, I love dogs. That dog needs to die. Like, that's just the end of that dog. Sorry. Yeah, teach or, Clark about death. Yeah. Well, that's what was so great about Pa Kent dying in the, in, in the first Superman movie. Was, like, that was the point of it. Was, look, Clark, you can do all these amazing things, but yeah. you can't stop death. It comes for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, there, you know, there are some things even Superman can't do. It's a great lesson. It's one this Superman never learned, which is why he leveled a city. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know was sort of a mad guy. That? You know who would have handled that really well? Oh. Joss Whedon. <laughs> The body, yeah, the episode of Buffy, yeah, yeah. where the one, like what what is it one of two I think human caused or like natural deaths in the show, yeah, yeah, and it's her mom and and it has nothing to do with vampires or monsters or demons. There's or one magic, vampire at the end, and she cannot accept that she can't that there was nothing she could do. Yeah, it's that's that's uh, no that every that. every just just talking about an episode gives me fucking goosebumps. Dude, I yeah, yeah. Ex- that scene with Anya. That's my favorite. She's never line gonna drink Kool Aid. She's never or... gonna. She's never gonna brush her hair again. Yeah. Like it's it's stupid. Why does it happen? No one will explain it to me. Like I sob like a fucking oh, God. child every fucking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been better than this. Look, I have goosebumps. Yeah. No, now. me too. God, we 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 are women. Um, Restart Superman, Joss Whedon. Yes, <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> and Louis C.K. as Pa Kent. God, I would have loved that. I even I liked Kevin Costner's performance. He, no, he, his performance was really, yeah. really good. Actually, all the acting was pretty good. The only performance I didn't like little, was Amy Adams. Uh, she, she was, I don't feel like she was given a lot to she, do. That's again, Joss Whedon would have done it better because mm-hmm. he can write women. Because he, as we discussed in the Elaine Venice episode, yeah, you write women like they're people. Yeah. See, Zack Snyder. David Goyer can't write women. Yeah. Zack Snyder can't direct women. I'm not sure David Goyer can. Write. I don't think Christopher Nolan's ever met a woman. <laughs> I don't think like I, I I don't David Goyer. Yeah, he's got a problem writing. He's good. You know, David Goyer. I, I shit on him a lot, but I honestly I think he's he has some good things. Yeah. He's got some good ideas. There's some little things he throws into deals. He needs he needs a wall. Yeah. To bounce off of. Yeah. He needs someone saying he's like Nolan too. I feel yeah. like with Dark Knight Rises, he needs someone to say no to him. Yeah. Yeah. He needs someone to to point out the flaws and the problems. Yeah. And to say, well, what if you do he this? He just needs a critic there in the room. He needs with a him. workshopping. Like yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That would be that would that would give us something better yeah. than what we but he, got. He's not good at writing women and Snyder has proven time and time again he's not good at directing women i think that sarah polly was good in dawn of the dead but i don't think yeah. that has anything to do with Zack Snyder. i don't think any of the successes of that movie have anything to do with Zack they have everything to do with james, james gunn. gunn yeah uh, and the actors involved oh absolutely and maybe his 
you know, his first idea. Also, he was a new director, so you had producers probably. He was being he was probably being shepherded a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, you know that that's what I gotta believe because I love the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, it's really Dawn good. of the Dead remake has probably my favorite shot in all of horror cinema. Um, it's a little throwaway shot where uh, Sarah Polly's driving the car away from her house and her <sighs> boyfriend's running. Yeah. And then he just veers he, off because he sees an easier sees somebody meal. else. Yeah. That. And that tells you everything you fucking need to know about how shitty the world is now. I'm a is fan. just in that. I'm a fan of uh, suburbs and chaos. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And I really liked that in yeah. that movie. And Snyder, like, you know, he was good in that movie. And then he kind of developed that weird style i guess you would call it that signature style well 300 you know what i think happened he did 300 and then he saw it hit and he was like well fuck it i'm just doing this do that again and that's what happened with i'm not even sure how slow down speed up action shit yeah and then there wasn't any of that in superman which or man of steel i like i appreciated that i appreciated the terrence malickness of Of his childhood some of the way it was was shot yeah like i remember when that first teaser came out and it was the, the kid with the cape you know, and, yeah. the, and the pastoral kind of – and it was yeah. Terrence Malick by Which, way of oh, Norman okay. Rockwell. Okay, for just a second. We see – at the end of the movie, we see Clark as a kid. We mm-hmm. flash back again, and then we see him wearing a cape and running around and posing. Which is – Who is he imitating? Nobody, because Superman <laughs> was that. Like, that was the thing. Why, what are you? Uh, what are you, just a really big fan of Doc Savage? Yeah. Like, like, come when on. I, when I used to – when I was a kid, and I would run around naked with a with a – Bath towel. Tied you were fucking my neck. Superman. I was Superman. Yeah, you I were would not say, up, up and away. I'm you were not the shadow. Yeah, um, I wasn't the shadow. I wasn't Captain Marvel. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't the Whistler or whatever the fuck else there was. Yeah, I mean, because I'm assuming that if he's imitating someone, it's got to be all these pre-Superman pulp heroes. Um, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at, which is why I'm going in like a shadow Doc Savage direction. Yeah, yeah, Doc Savage. Sargon yeah. the Sorcerer and shit. Oh, God. Yeah. No, the it, question? It, oh, God, I love the question. I yeah. really do. Um, and he, it would have been nice if I had watched a question movie instead of this. Um, so that, the Paw Kent thing was my first major view. I mean, the, the rest of it, like I was saying before, it's just this, this very glib form of filmmaking where, mm-hmm. like, the tornado scene is sort of microcosmic of everything wrong with the movie because it uses this sort of shoddy story logic in terms of just how the characters are blocked yeah. and how much time they have. And then it tells us that it's made a point. Well, you're also supposed to... Clark it, tells us right afterwards. Yeah, it tell, exactly. It tells you instead of shows. And here's another problem with it, just in, as far as storytelling is concerned. And this is like lazy storytelling, and you see this a lot. Yeah. And usually I don't fault it. As much, but I'm gonna fault it here because no, it's fine. I'm mad. This movie made me mad. And when so mad. you know what, when someone I like makes me mad, I can usually be like, eh, I'll let it go. Yeah, because they're a good person. Oh. When when someone I don't like makes me mad, I will obsess over it. And oh, yeah. Man of Steel is a person I don't like, and it made me mad. <laughs> so fuck it, I'm not gonna forgive things. Yeah, yeah. And with this, so you're, what you're supposed to gather is because we're watching the movie. With the tornado thing is, yeah. oh yeah, you don't want to show anybody yeah. your powers and what you can do because remember what happened ten years ago, yeah, <laughs> or five or six years ago with the bus thing. Yeah. Remember that, so that's why you don't want to help out because that turned so, out terribly with all those kids that weren't dead, that didn't die. Yeah, yeah. remember your friend fucking Petey who works at that IHOP, who's like bros with you now <laughs> yeah. after he beat you up. Yeah. yeah, you made a friend, you saved some kids. It really was a terrible day, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> So that means that however many of those years passed mm-hmm. between then, he's still just 
It's just the bus thing for him. It's just the bus. <laughs> He's just it's just the, that's there. his one reference point for it. There's, it's not a muddy issue. It's not complicated. Yeah. It's just it's cut and dry black and white. Oh, remember the bus? Okay, so yeah. I'm going to let my dad die in a tornado. So you that get means this for like weird, eight like, years, like has he been like any time he's around something bad happen, he just lets it happen. Like, <laughs> I, I want a story so. about the old farmer that he let die in a threshing machine accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to watch that too. Just make a dark comedy out of the thing at this point. <laughs> like you already fucked it so hard. Six ways to Sunday. Like all yeah. its holes are used up, Zach. You may as well just do that now. And then why is he helping? Like I get it. He's still helping people and he's kinda of keeping it a secret yeah. when he helps people now. But why is he if if fucking Paul Kent taught him this lesson? Yeah. If you dude, you let your dad die. In a tornado. And you don't feel bad about it. You let your dad die, and you don't feel bad about it. But, oh, if these fucking guys working on an oil machine that's raping the planet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, we can't let that happen. Yeah. God forbid that the roughneck backbone of America take one for the team. And those guys – and I know oil workers. They make good money. If those guys had died in that oil thing, we might see some more regulations – you know, we might see some more environmental regulations and stricter safety laws. Now, you know as well as I do that we wouldn't. I... Yeah, but at least the question would be asked. If you got some fucking Superman running around just saving them willy-nilly and not making a comment okay, on it. Okay, hold on. Now you sound like Lex Luthor. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah. In, in the Man of Steel, if Superman were the way he is in Man of Steel, then I'm rooting for Lex Luthor. Yeah. You know what I want to see in the next movie is Lex Luthor pointing to all the destruction in the third act. And going, the city's been leveled. Yeah. Hey, remember when Superman let 2009-11s happen in Metropolis? Yeah. Remember when he punched that other Kryptonian with a building that had people in it? <laughs> when he used that bus full of children as a baseball bat? <laughs> God. Like, remember when Metropolis was dying, just the whole city, and he flew to the other side of the planet? To, to the Indian <laughs> fuck ocean? Where there was probably villagers also dying somewhere? I don't know. Eh, you know, there's there was two dozen of those guys. It's it's whatever. And I mean, that's all we needed. Like so so like I, I was saying, two things to fix it. The first is pocket. The second that we're alluding to now is just show me a scene or yeah. two of Superman saving people. Like yeah. like Avengers knew that it just needed that one scene of Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, just in a bank, beating up some Chitari. It was fun. He shielded himself from an explosion. Well, there's also the shot of Hawkeye and Black Widow helping those people off the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. There's that, too. And I want to say there's some other little things. But, yeah, the one, the scene that's important is Captain America yeah. jumping into the bank or office building or whatever you, it is. And you have, like, that plus one thing. And then you can have – Zach, you can have all the mayhem you want. Yeah. But like, just show us that he's trying. Yeah. And don't have him actively participate in the town's destruction because I had to have it pointed out to me. But, like – when he when when the Kryptonians are threatening Ma Kent and then he grabs Zod, he flies him through the gas station. That's not Zod blowing up a gas station. <laughs> Superman no. blows up that gas oh. station, and it looks like it was two in the afternoon. So there was a dude in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Superman yeah. killed Someone a guy. Someone died. In yeah. There. Well, and, and what what really in bothers fire, me? It was painful. And I've heard a lot of people point out the, the Metropolis destruction and say, well, that's fucked up. Like, yeah. Superman wouldn't let that happen. And yeah. I agree. I, I absolutely 100% He'd at least agree. Try. He would at least try. But what bothers me more than that, and I haven't heard mentioned a lot, is that gas station in Smallville. Yeah. Because when you're from the Midwest, especially if you're from a small town in the Midwest, yeah. that's your heart. Yeah. Like, that's that's your, where you're from. Yeah. That's your your mother. That town is your mother, your father, your grandma, your grandpa. 
your whole all your ancestors. Yeah. Like that town, that's it's your, your heart. roots, yeah. And you're never mind the like fucking fighter jets coming and leveling it and tanks yeah. and all that shit, which is also like he wouldn't stand for that. Yeah. Superman would not stand for that. Yeah. In Smallville. The scene where he and he does save a guy. He saves that fighter pilot who ejects and that's the only thing that I think can think of. Well, he does tell those people to go inside. Yeah, go inside. You're not going to the like building. He immediately go inside demolishes. the buildings that I'm going to throw somebody through. Yeah, like as soon as this, <laughs> not get in your cars and get the fuck out of yeah. town. But he stands there and he watches a gas station burn mm-hmm. in his hometown yeah. and doesn't do anything when he leaves Smallville. That gas station is still burning. Well, he's got a pose in front of it because it, it's a backdrop and it looks good. You, that, and I'm sure other people from other places understand this too. But as a Midwesterner, yeah, that is an unforgivable offense. Like yeah. that, you do not do. You do not watch a gas station burn in your hometown. Yeah, that doesn't. Especially happen. if you're Superman and you can do. Especially something. if you're Superman and you can stop it. Yeah. Like even if you're not Superman and you live in that hometown, you're a member of the volunteer firefighter. You know, you're yeah. whatever. You're people are going to come out and help and stop it. Yeah, and he's just going to stand there. No, it's the same way where I'm from in the South. Like, yeah. I mean, where? Oh yeah, you know, I'm sure it's in the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're you know growing up around like Cajuns. I mean, New England too has it, and yeah, just anywhere where there's small towns of people, you got to pull together. Yeah. Just because there's that history in these areas of, you know, back, uh, you know, 100 years ago, it was those people versus the elements. Uh-huh. And so, yeah. like, if you didn't want to freeze to death, you made yeah. some fucking friends. Well, and there's also, like, in, in some of the comics have covered this, too. It, it, what also feeds into that is the idea of, you know, it takes a village to raise a, you know, yeah. it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. Like, and you didn't see any of that in the movie. No. Like, that small town, it's just like, there's some small town gossip, which is when Pa Kent gets mad that his kid saved a bunch of kids. Which, that little son of a bitch. <laughs> There's one person who's like, well, that's just, uh, this is crazy. That would shoot – her opinion would mean shit yeah. to the Kents because it would be like, no, well, the rest of the people in the town love us and are thankful that our kid saved your kids. Yeah. So, like, I, I, that's, a, that's a side note. But, yeah, the, the destruction – Remember the, when we unmurdered your children? <laughs> <laughs> the Fleischer cartoons, they got that right. Yeah. Don't watch the racist ones, but eh, to me, know. the Fleischer cartoons, you still think Justice League Unlimited. I think Justice League Unlimited is the best one. In fact, after I saw Man of Steel, I was so bummed. I came home, I poured myself a glass of whiskey, and I watched the Justice League Unlimited episode where Luther is dedicating that new low-income housing thing, uh-huh. and he's gotten Captain Marvel like on his side. Oh, yeah. Captain Marvel's just kind of a naive kid. He's not brainwashed or yeah, anything. Billy, he's just like, Billy, Billy, Billy Batson. Batson. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's clearly reformed. Like, and Superman doesn't believe it. And the, whole, the, the interesting thing about it is the whole episode, Superman's wrong. The entire episode, <laughs> he is incorrect. And you know it. And, you're, root, and you're, you're so torn because even being wrong, the writers are smart enough to write him from that place of, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to save everybody. And he takes it a little too far. Um, and then, you know, that, that has its resolution. That happens in a few uh, JLU episodes. Yeah, yeah. Where Superman is is trying too hard and it fucks things up. Yeah. Um, and if you if you want to make Superman wrong, that's the direction to make him wrong. Mm-hmm. He was trying too hard to save everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's trying. Exactly. Because this Superman would have just punched Luther's head off. <laughs> and been like, yeah. dunzo, bitches. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't try at all. Yeah. And that's but, to me the, fl- and the I did the same thing after I I 
drank beers and watched the Fleischer cartoons. Yeah. And I love the Fleischer cartoons. And what I love about them is that it, it, there's a, it doesn't matter if it's a, a robot, a giant robot or a dinosaur, dinosaur. or whatever. That's my favorite one with the yeah, that one's so good. Yeah. I like the, the ape one too, the killer ape that escapes the circus. Um, it doesn't matter what's attacking the city, whatever the threat is, you'll see him stop fighting it mm-hmm. to save some people. Like yeah. when the dinosaur takes the bridge out. Yeah. And he goes and fi- he stops the fighting the dinosaur to fix the bridge to save people. Because that's what he does. That's what Superman does. He saves people. And he didn't save he's shit. Our, he's a protector. Yeah. He, he he didn't save shit in this movie. And then, yeah, I mean, maybe for like weird story logic reasons. You, you, I can't, I've said story logic too many times in this podcast. For weird uh, – <laughs> for some damn You can't reason, say can't... story logic too many times if you're talking about <laughs> Snyder, Nolan, and Goyer. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> Just have a little bit. I mean, if you want to send him down to the Indian Ocean to fight the weird tentacly thing, yeah. um, which really just smacked of John Peters finally getting his giant spider, I think. Um, <laughs> you know that story, right? From uh, Kevin Smith, he's talked about it a bunch of times no, um, that I, when you, you know the story, is this a, is this a Wild Wild West? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when when Kevin Smith yeah, was yeah. was writing it, John Peters, the guy who was he's been producing Superman for like twenty thirty years, he's Barbara Streisand's hairdresser, and he said he's got a uh, the only things I want is uh, he can't be wearing that costume, he can't fly, and he's got to fight a giant spider in the third act. And oh, this is when when Kevin Smith wrote Superman Lives? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And he was like, okay. I'll yeah, try. I remember this. I, yeah. And then finally, John Peters later produces Wild Wild West, Giant Spider. Giant show. Spider. <laughs> and he's like, huh. So this, this John Peters produced this movie as well. Third act, he goes and he fights a big machine that suddenly got weird tentacles. Feels a little bit it's like kind of spider-y. getting his giant spider. Yeah. Um, it's and, like a giant spider just sticking its dick in the ground over yeah, and over, over and over <laughs> just like just sort of double teaming the earth from both yeah, sides yeah two giant spiders fucking just eiffel ta- eiffel towering <laughs> planet earth like they should have shot missiles to like <laughs> into space for a high five during it it was gross is what we're saying yeah um so yeah if you want to send him down there to fight a special effect like fine because that actually gave me one of a couple of moments where I was like, oh, my God, that's Superman. Yeah. Where he's, like, underneath the gravity beam, and then he stands up, and he's yeah. like, no. Yeah, and then he flies. Cool. Yeah. Like, that was the thing that hurt me so much about this movie, was that it wasn't just, like, this sort of limp dick piece of shit. It was this movie that every now and then had this moment of where I was like, that's Superman. Yeah, there were moments. Henry Cavill he was brought it. great. Were you weirded out by the fact that you could see his chest hair in the costume? That Could bothered you? me. I like the whole, I didn't the whole movie that. at the top in his oh, collar. Oh, at the top. Oh, you could yeah, that see was gross. A little bit yeah. of chest hair. Why didn't yeah. they just go with the new Fifty Two look with the high collar? I and love the, the high and collar. The I don't like, know. Yeah, and give him a cuffs. belt so it looks like he's wearing pants and not like a weird look at my dick jumpsuit. Yeah, that was uh, the co- uh, the costume was really offensive to me. Yeah. When I saw the first image of that costume, I was like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. What's with the scales? It was the least offensive thing. Well, did you know that the scales are each like little Superman symbols? Like, the whole thing is made out of House Now of I hate L. everything. Yeah. Now I hate everything. <laughs> we'll go drink some bleach in a minute. It'll Jesus be fine. Christ. Yeah, it's terrible. It's not an S. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> I don't, uh, we don't need to know what it is. And then uh, the, when the guy called, this is what I hate more than anything is when, and I want to go back to the destruction. I don't know what you're talking when, about. When, when you... This okay, so in in Arrow, the TV show Arrow, mm-hmm. we we talked about this, right? Maybe when um, I watched the show Arrow, uh, like for I've heard it's quite six good. episodes. It's it's good. It is good. It's yeah. solid. I mean, it's 
you know, they're fucking around with it. They're trying to do the, the Smallville slash Dark Knight thing with it, where they're yeah. recontextualizing it and making it cool and hip. Yeah. And it's fun, but it's an entertaining show. The fight scenes are great. The yeah. action sequences are awesome. The character's good. He's brooding. They make Speedy his sister, which is weird, but okay, I'm fine. Well, Speedy was was a girl in the comics post Kevin Smith too. So, what? Yeah, there was a when Kevin Smith wrote. Oh, Arrow, when Ke- yeah, in the Kevin Smith, yeah, he okay. brought in a new Speedy because yeah, right. uh, Roy Har- Harper had become Arsenal. Yeah, and so there's there's some girl running around. She was like a former child prostitute, HIV positive, because yeah, yeah. we're all relevant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's like that's the '90s version of Speedy being on heroin. <laughs> yeah, totally. It totally is. Um, ex- except to give you an idea, of the comics time scale. This was in like 2003. So, God, did, did the AIDS had already been done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. North Star adopted I mean, the AIDS baby. Especially in the DC universe, you go over to Themyscira, get some purple ray treatments. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> it's no big deal. You got Justice League commitments now. Said Kyle Rayner, whip up some. Willpower cocktails for you. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Um, um, so, what bothered me though? Yeah. In era, and I, I watched it until I think it was the sixth episode where this happened. And when I is they're talking, they're doing a meeting, and Oliver Queen is there, and they're talking about what what are we going to call this? Because they've been calling him the Hood, mm-hmm. sort of like in Smallville, they were calling him the Superman, the Blur. Yeah. And they were like, "Yeah, we got we need a name for him." And somebody goes, "How about Green Arrow?" And Oliver Queen goes, "That's stupid." And then I turned it off. I was like, I'm done. You don't have the fucking guy. You don't have Green Arrow make fun of his own name. No, no, you don't. You don't have don't. Superman with the. You know, you don't. If you're no. going to make it, embrace it. Yeah, if you're going to make don't it, make call it. Me, don't call me stupid because I like Superman comics. Yeah. And that's what you're doing when a character calls him Superman and everyone in the so room. So the incident I think goes, you're referring Ugh. to, yeah, is, is when he says, uh, Superman's flying back to. And then General was in Dollhouse. Looks over and says, uh, "Superman," and he's like, that, that, "That's what they're calling him, Superman." Yeah, and he's embarrassed. Yeah, by it, and it's like, oh, no, guys. Like, first of all, which is I, the same scene where Toby from White West Wing <laughs> has to explain what terraforming oh, is God. because our audience is fucking retarded. Okay, and why are they terraforming? Not to say that word. Why are they terraforming? <laughs> in uneducated. Why the holy hell are the Kryptonians changing the environment of a planet that turns them into gods? Yeah, like, well, because it hurts a little bit. <laughs> Remember that? He even says yeah. that. Yeah. Ask us to suffer? Dude, you didn't suffer. Your fucking suit, your helmet you broke. You fly now. Your helmet broke and you were like sick for like two minutes and now you're cool with it. Like, yeah. When he rips his suit off and he feels no pain, you're like, yeah. oh, there's some suffering. You hurt a little for like an hour. Yeah. You have cramps. You have basically <laughs> what are like menstru- menstrual cramps. You had cramps. And a, and a, and a little bit of a headache yeah. for like five minutes, and then you can shoot lasers out of your eyes. Yeah. Okay, I think you're going to be fine. Life is trade-offs, bro. That Life. was, yeah, that's the worst. Oh, God, that's your fucking conflict, Goyer. Thanks, Or idiot. just go to Mars, like if that's your issue. Just terraform that planet. <laughs> yeah, like, there's nobody on there. There's yeah, nobody on that planet. Anything is better than what you're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it makes... No sense. It makes none whatsoever. Yeah. There's no sympathy there. And then as soon as he's he's all filled with rage, he he as as my girlfriend says, flies that baby truck right into battle. Because <laughs> there's that twenty thousand year old ship. It's got the Genesis chamber on it. He's going to resurrect Kryptonians. He's like, you know, this thing that has the hope of my race in it. That's a great thing for me to fly it's in a gunfire. Good gun battering ram, don't you? Think? Yeah, I'm gonna go hit some shit with it. <laughs> oh, fuck you in the neck, Goyer. In the neck. Oh. Yeah, but, but uh, then and then we from from there we get back to the destruction, 
The one, and and I yeah, didn't. There's some I, of the destruction I didn't have a problem with. I didn't have a problem with the weapon, the gravity weapon blowing up because we had sent Superman down to the Indian Ocean and he was going there to dismantle it. So like, yeah, but it's still. What did Mark Wade say? Something he said something where it's like, you could have just not had two. You could have. Just <laughs> you could have just not had two. There could have just been one. Yeah. Well, we had to. We had to have. Uh, we had to have guy from Law and Order and Amy Adams. Nine <laughs> yeah. Eleven. The other one. Um, I'm so tired of nine eleven. We are nine elevening everything. Everything. Spoilers Star for Star Trek. Trek Into Darkness. They nine eleven the shit out of San Francisco in that movie. Yeah, I liked. <laughs> I preferred Con 11 over uh, Zod 11. Oh, no. Con 11 was, was – I mean, I didn't really like that movie that much either. No, it but, wasn't great. But, yeah. but, but the Con 11 moment was better than the Zod 11 moment. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't as offended by it. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> that's another thing that makes me angry. Con 11 was an inside job. <laughs> I'm going to make a shirt. Oh, my God, because it totally was. it was the because movie. they the, – Fucking military because industrial Admiral, complex because of Admiral it. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Um, but yeah, that uh, okay. You, 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 so you have to because you got to split up the action somehow. Then you got to have the Whatever. people do something. It's, yeah, it's good to have the people be empowered. I guess. Whatever. Uh, who cares? Fine. It's a Superman movie. Yeah. Not people do things movie. Yeah. Well, whatever. That's fine. Um, but then and then you know having that thing level a whole bunch of Metropolis. That's cool too. Um, and then, but then once he's taken out the machine, have Superman come back and start saving people. And then, well, and then he, remember he comes back and instead of like, he makes out with Amy Adams. Yes. And it's just sort of like, you're on a date right now. There's people dying (laughs) all over the fucking city. My favorite moment of the whole movie was when. He's making out with Amy Adams, and then Jenny Olsen, which, again, I didn't have a problem with. You want to make Jimmy Olsen a chick? Cool. Go I didn't even notice that. There yeah. was a Jenny Olsen? That was, yeah, they call her Jenny. They was never it the call girl her Jenny they pulled Olsen. out of the rubble? That's Jimmy Olsen. Whatever. Perry That's White's fine. black. Jimmy Olsen's a woman. Okay. Affirmative action all over our... I'm just kidding. I don't care. <laughs> Taking That's, her jobs. I, I am fine with that, yeah. for the record. I am fine with female Jimmy Olsen. I am fine with black Perry White. That's that. That's I'm, fine. I'm fine with so, all this stuff. So Jenny Olsen, looks I'm not <laughs> that guy. Guys, when Donald Glover wanted to play Spider-Man, I was okay with it. Well, you heard what Andrew Garfield wants <laughs> for the next one, right? He wants Mary Jane to be a dude, and he's like, "Let's have Peter Parker explore his sexuality a little bit." Okay, yeah, I'm in. Cool, yeah, I'm in. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's that. As long as he's still Peter Parker. So this is what bothers me. Yeah, is if if a change you make corrupts the spirit of a text mm-hmm. then i have a problem yeah if it's if you're not doing that if he's still peter parker and he's still the guy that's trying to help everybody and yeah. he's still down on his luck all the time sure let him be gay yeah. and i really really loved actually it I, doesn't change anything he's still a fucking person i actually really liked amazing spider-man i thought it was it's my second favorite spider-man movie behind two um, same here yeah. I, to me all the things that the raimi movies got wrong amazing spider-man got right yeah. however all the things that Raimi got right, <laughs> yeah. Amazing Spider-Man got wrong. I will say Andrew Garfield was, an, was a hell of a Peter Parker. He's great. He was great. And it's the only time, if I'm going to sit through that origin story, it's the only time the character's journey, I felt, had more than one step. You know, he didn't Oh, the have Uncle to, Ben thing. Yeah, because after Uncle Ben dies, instead of being like, oh, i got to be Spider-Man now, he becomes this vengeance-crazed asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what he's about. Well, in Raimi's, there's a moment of that with Tobey Maguire Where hunting the guy the down. Guy, yeah. But that's... But I really ha- prefer I the idea that he did that for, him... like, a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, and you can't have him find him. 
Yeah. That's the yeah. other thing. That's what's important to it. To me, yeah. that was what is important that's to it. That's why I don't like Joe Chill in the Batman can't. universe. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Because <laughs> these people are – you can't have closure there, one. You yeah. can't have that. You can't have him know. You can't have that get resolved. Yeah. Because these events are what's important. It's not the person yeah. that did it. Bruce that's Wayne's parents weren't key. killed by Joe Chill. They were killed by crime itself. They were crime killed by itself. crime and, 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 and a malfunctioning society. Yeah. Uncle Ben was killed by Peter's own – yeah, mistakes and irresponsibility. You can't ever find that guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you you can't find him. And in amazing, did he find him? I, I can't remember. I don't, I don't think, think he, he did. did. I don't think he did. He just he was on that bridge and he saved those people and he was like, and that was his moment and of that like, was oh when, wait, yeah, this when is when he saved I'm, the kid. Oh, I love that yeah. scene. And he was like, when oh my god, like, I've been doing it wrong. And that was when like, he saved C. Thomas Howell's kid. <laughs> <laughs> he saved Teen Wolf 2's kid. <laughs> Soul Man's kid. Oh God, Soul Man. <laughs> when I was in college, we had that on Laserdisc. Oh <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Soul um, Man is great, but yeah, no, it's no, not. It's not. No, <laughs> it's no, it's really worst. terrible. It's really, <laughs> it's awful. really offensive. Um, but yeah, I, I think I was telling you, but I, I, I want to offer to the internet my pitch for for an alternate ending of this movie. Oh wait, I didn't tell you my favorite moment in Man of Steel. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Oh, I want to go back to destruction too, because I want to I want to make yeah, some yeah. points about um, that. So we're sitting there. He's making out with Amy Adams. Jenny Olsen goes, he saved us. My girlfriend's sitting to my left, and I just hear to my left, eh. <laughs> I think I said out loud, no, he didn't. I think I said that. I, I, can't, I talk to the yeah. movie. Like when in, ba- in Dark Knight Rises, yeah. the Robin scene. Did you I stand s- up and say fuck I you? I said fuck you out loud to the screen in a packed theater during that movie. Good. Because No. That is you, not no 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 no. You don't do that. That's again. That's the oh, it's Colin Green Arrow. That's stupid. That's one of those moments. Yeah, you're not subverting it in an interesting way. No. You're not doing anything. So destruction. Okay. So and that line is awful too. When she's, uh, you know what they say. It all goes downhill after the first kiss. Do they? Who I've never. I don't. You know where else I heard that? Heard it's a paraphrase of the line from fucking Speed. Is it really? Well, the line it, it just reminded me of Speed. All is that the, all relationships all, based on traumatic experiences? Blah blah. blah yeah. But I would have rather watch Speed than this. Speed's a way better movie. Yeah, it's way better. Joss Whedon wrote Speed. I fucking didn't. Know. I Joss I Whedon forgot that. Speed. I guess. Wow. Yeah. Also wrote on Roseanne for a long time. I knew that, yeah. and I love because Roseanne's it's amazing. Really, really <laughs> Roseanne's yeah, so it's, good. It's, <laughs> um. So the destruction. Yeah. I, I, God damn it! That line. Nobody says that. Nobody's who says they say that. Yeah. Also, why are you saying that? Why are you kissing him? He's got people to. Okay. So there's this argument that I've heard that the destruction in the Avengers, uh, when you see an entire city being leveled, and I'm going to tell you this: I don't have a problem with seeing that. Yeah. Uh, That's one of the reasons I was excited for the Avengers. It's one of the reasons I liked it the most is because I love the big splash page action sequences where you see horrifying destruction happen in a comic book. Yeah, it's and great. to have that translated we're there for. into a movie is great. Widescreen. Yeah. There's but, even a whole comic called Damage Control. Yeah. <laughs> that's about that. About that, yeah. yeah. Uh, about the cleanup guys. Um, right? Is that? Yeah, they're the cleanup yeah, guys. Yeah. That's what they got to do. Um, Somebody has to. So there's, uh, there's this argument then that people say, well, in the Avengers, it was sanitized violence. And it was. You didn't see people dying. Yeah. You saw buildings getting destroyed. You saw, you know, things blowing up. You didn't see anybody die. Yeah. And and the argument is that Man of Steel is better with that because you see it. Yeah. 
Like you see, sorry, no <laughs> I'm like really. You mm-hmm. see that happen. You see, like there's shots of bodies flying in the air. Yeah, you do see. Bodies you hear in the air, screaming. Don't you? you hear s- people screaming in the sound design when, yeah. as my friend said, the thousand nine elevens are happening. <laughs> And you see bodies flying up in the air and cars flying up in the air that definitely have fucking people in them. Yeah. And you see this shit happening. But here's why I think it makes it worse. is because in the Avengers, they address it with that scene with Captain America saving people. Yeah. In Men of Steel, they don't address it. Yeah, you exactly. just All you're seeing is people dying. Yeah. And Superman, who has super supersonic hearing and super sight, is definitely seeing all these people he just has to know. dying. Yeah. And he's not doing a goddamn thing about it. Yeah. So that makes it worse to me. Well, there he's in the Indian Ocean and he's he is he's doing he is doing I would argue he's doing something about it there, which is stopping the machine. Yeah. And okay. I guess you have a point there. Yeah, no. But yeah. when he comes back, it's still going he on. He doesn't immediately go into let's dig some let's, folks out let's of some save rubble people. mode. Yeah. Instead, and he before makes out with he a goes chick. to the Indian Ocean, he's seeing this because sh- the shit starts. He's still in Metropolis. Well, right? no, no, they're at the army base. Oh, that's when right. It starts, they're and then the they're like, base. okay, you go here, yeah. you go here, and he goes down there. The, what would have ch- what would have saved that would have been him coming back to Metropolis and. You know what? Have Lois go for the kiss and him go, no, I can't right now. There you go. And turn around and just just pick up there some rubble go. a little for like maybe half a minute. And then. Yeah, just 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 30 seconds of rubble of Superman pulling people out of shit and yeah. like picking up a building and saying, OK, get run and then letting it fall back down. Yeah. Like something. And then Zod shows up. And then what you do to make the ending work, because the ending can work. It can mm-hmm. totally work. You yeah. have Zod. Well, Superman has killed people. He has? There, has. there have been a couple stories where he's killed people. But again, in those stories, there's a buildup. Yeah. And you see why it happens. Yeah. And it's, you know, I mean, Spider-Man's killed people. He has? Yeah. Not intentionally. Not superior. He accidentally. His superior has. Yeah, he killed uh, Massacre, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you're not. Whoops. Mm, you know. um, no, he. There's a, there's, a, there's a Spider-Man story where he... I can't remember who he's fighting. He's fighting someone, and they step out of the way. It might be Wolverine. And he punches somebody, and they die. Whoa. Yeah, because he's because he thinks he's hitting a supervillain. Yeah. Or a super uh, someone with superpowers, so he puts his full force into it. And he's and not he holding back. And he kills the guy. And he fucking kills the person Shit. he hits. That's so, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and, and I bet it affects him afterwards. Oh, yeah. And he no, feels they, like there's, there's even issues in the Dan Slot run. Really? Where he has, like... Uh, maybe it's not from the Dan Slot run. I want to say there's an issue in the Dan Slot run where he has a dream where he's talking to, like, he sees all the people that he's let die. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, Gwen Stacy, Uncle Ben, Captain Stacy, um, Gene, Gene DeWolf, all yeah. these other characters are there. And then that person, the one person he killed is there. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and now Superman gets to be haunted by that. You know. Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah, that's Isn't great. that fun? A Superman yeah. that's tortured with the blood on his hands? Isn't that yeah. what you want? I mean... But, Sorry, but yeah, there's a way to do it. There's yeah, a way to yeah. make that work. You you have... Because then it also ties into the whole choice thing. Because mm-hmm. that's what the movie keeps telling us it's about. Is It's about him. Are you going to choose Earth or are you going to choose Krypton? Are you going to choose your awesome alien dad or your shitty Earth dad who tells you not to use your powers? Which one are you going <laughs> to choose? Uh, yeah, that's that's a No. Um, the way to the way to transcend out of that is for him to go. I'm going to be both. I'm yeah. going to bring the ideals of Krypton to Earth. Um, thematically, that's what you do. What you do in that moment, if you're going to do all the other stupid shit you already did, 
um, if you're going to be that asshole about it, then as soon as Zod digs himself out, he says, I'm going to use your weakness against you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. And then he grabs a bus and he flings it into the sky full of people. Superman flies off. He catches the bus. He puts it down. But as soon as he does, Zod's toppling over a building and he's got to go deal with that. And the whole time he's fighting Zod, he's also dealing yes. with the damage Zod's creating. Until yes. finally they're in the, the train station and he has no choice but to put this mad dog down. Yeah. And then he does it and he screams because Cavill, bless his little heart, sold the shit oh, he out did. of that scene. He really did. He was he really like, did. I was like, wow, you are he's, not being supported I, I, by this I film I totally at all. support him being Superman. Yeah. He's um, great. Just change Change the costume. Change everybody behind the, <laughs> the scenes out. Yeah. Just, you know, just throw a fucking belt on the costume. Just do that. Just give him a belt and a higher collar so I can't see his chest hair. Or yeah, have Cavill start waxing a little. Yeah, yeah that bugged weird. me. That bugged me a whole lot. Yeah. And then, you know, show the devastation and show him being like, you know what? This was my first day on the job. I need to get better. And mm. show him having that realization of like, okay, I've decided that... I'm going to use. I'm going to become the archetype of superhero. I'm going to fly around in the city. And I'm going to save people because he never really made that decision. This was a first contact movie. He mm-hmm. never really said, "I'm going to just be on patrol now. I'll be around." Yeah, he. Yeah, well, there wasn't time for it. Yeah, <laughs> even though the movie was three hours long, yeah, there God. wasn't time for that. So yeah, you you show him, you know, kind of making that decision and going, okay, like this was a fuck up. There's got to be a way I could have prevented this. I never want to do it again. I'm going to go learn. Yeah. And then he, you know, sort of sets up Daily Planet base of operations. Because that's fine. You want to leave it to the end? Fine. You want to have Lois know who Superman is? Fine. Yeah. Like, I mean. You've already eh. let the horses out of the (laughs) barn at this point. Fuck it. I'm okay with that. It's, it does kind of change the dynamic a whole lot, which to me, I would, you know, I mean, that's that's what I like about Amazing Spider-Man again, is that they're, they started with Gwen Stacy. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. And then, then they're going to bring Mary Jane in. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I, and they're waiting till the third movie to do it. Now. Yeah, they are. They, they shot scenes with a, with an actress, but then she got... Yeah, which is cut great her out. because that's a director going, wow, we really need what we have to breathe. We need to, to take breathe. some time with this. Yeah. yeah. Like like no one does anymore. Yeah. Oh, God. Because now now every every movie just tells us that, that we felt something at the end. And I want to sit these motherfuckers down, especially the Man of Steel people... And it's weird to me because the movie's two and a half hours long. It's almost three hours long, and they still didn't feel like they took their time with the no. things they should have taken their time no. with. Because, I mean, that destruction shit at the end, was that, like, 30 minutes long? Yeah, it was 30 minutes of pointless destruction. Yeah. Like, every, that whole It was exhausting. Fight, it was boring. Yeah. Like, I was like, nothing is happening yeah. that's interesting. It's just punchy, punchy, hitty, hitty. Yeah. And there's no like it's I was it talking, was relentless and tedious at the same time, which is I don't know how you do that, but they did. My my friend Dan uh, put it really well that uh, what what they needed to do was give him, and it's another reason I'm all for the he has to save people he fights Zod thing mm-hmm. is that he was talking to me uh, about the guys who wrote uh, pirates. Um, and the guys who wrote pirates of the Caribbean, they said that the way they approached the fight scenes was they wanted to give each fight. Uh, uh, make each fight a fight in which the heroes had a visually interesting problem to solve. Mm-hmm. So in one of the fights, three guys, two swords. Yeah. And you just have to pass that around. And then there's that fight, the beginning sword fight uh, in the... Blacksmith shop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where like... With like the wheel or whatever the fuck. Yeah, remember. they're doing all those things. On top of that, they're also trying to figure out who each other is. So there's all this character stuff going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, this, this had nothing interesting about it beyond punchy punchy hitty hitty yeah like there was no problem for superman to solve that we could watch him solve the the avengers again that fights in the helicarrier yeah where all that shit there's 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 
problems. There's engaging problems going on. Yeah. There's Hulk. Hulk's Hulk has hulked out. Yeah. And has to be put under control. Meanwhile, that fucking engine's been exploded. Yeah. And Iron Man and Captain America have to deal with that while they're getting shot at. Yeah. Like, it, 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 make it interesting instead of just, I'm going to punch you through a building. Now I'm going to, now you're going to punch me through a building. Yeah. And, and already, too, this is happening I with Superman characters. I, Superman, am going to use a building in. to punch you. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Like, because there's, there's a scene. He takes Zod by the face and just slams him into the steel of a building. For a little while. Oh, yeah, as he's flying, right? Yeah, yeah, as they're flying. And it's like, you're. this is not even you not saving people. This is you acting in an irresponsible way yeah. with your powers. This is you giving a super-powered swirly, <laughs> you know, which is, you got bullied. You shouldn't yeah. be doing this. Also, we can get a cameo for a Wayne Enterprises satellite. Oh, God. And the Luther Corps, yeah. the Lex Corps truck. Yeah. Which is all fine. Like that's that's really what I don't mind me. the Lexcore truck. The Wayne Enterprises satellite bugs me I'm just down because with that man. I I mean the only reason they did it though was to hint at this possibility of putting the two worlds together, and they're not going to. I mean they'll do it in Justice League. They're, they're going not going to do it in the next. I mean Christian Bale's not playing Batman anymore. That's fine. I'm which fine, I'm with, fine that. with that too. I don't. But. I don't. I honestly don't want Christian Bale's Batman in these movies. Um, I don't want Christopher anyone. Nolan involved in these movies. Yeah. Well, what I would love to see, the, the thing that makes me saddest about Man of Steel and the reason it really hurts me so much is that it made a fuck ton of money. Yeah. So we're so probably going to get more of this. Well, next it's the time. same thing with Dark Knight Rises. It's like the, everyone at DC now and at Warner is just like, well, oh, the dark, cynical, cold shit works. Mm-hmm. People see these. And so that's what they're going with. Yeah. And it's just like, so it means but more and more of this. Look how much money. The fucking, I mean, Iron Man three made more money. I I really mm-hmm. didn't like Iron Man three, but it was, it was more better. fun. It was more fun to watch. Definitely, yeah. absolutely. The Marvel movies get that. They make a universe in the Marvel movies that you and it's I want to live in. It's consistent. It's entertaining. It's engaging. It's smart. It's emotion. I mean, there's emotional resonance. There's pathos. There's gravity. It looks like a fun place to be. Yeah, and, just as yeah. a dude, and it's exciting. Which is the yeah. whole point to me of comic books. Yeah, is that you read these. And you're like, okay, there's social commentary in here. Yeah. Okay, there's emotional storylines in here. Okay, there's there's adversity, but I want to live in this world. Yeah, like this is fun. This is cool. Yeah. Like, there's what, even there's if I'm not the a possibilities, mutant. the implicit possibilities of living in that world yeah. are so exciting. Yeah, and so engaging. Yeah, I mean that was that was the genius of of what uh, Stanley's Marvel did mm-hmm. was that like there'd be an issue of Spider-Man where he's swinging by and just Thor goes by. And it's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Spidey, hey, Thor. Yeah. And it's not advertised. It's just like, this is just a world where this just happens. Yeah. Like, it's, it's why... That's why Marvels. Yes. Kurt Busiek's Marvels is one of the greatest works of all time. It's, it's so, so good. good. I was just about to say, that was the first, like, big prestigious comic thing that, that I really, really got into. Um, I loved Marvels. And it told me, like, look, you can just be a dude in this world, or a lady, and you can have the most amazing adventures. Yeah. Like, I want to be there. I do not want to live in the Man of Steel universe. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live in... I honestly don't want to live in Nolan's Gotham City. No. Um, like, those those look like terrifying fucking dens of murder. Yeah. Like, and the people go are through a meat stupid. grinder. Yeah. The people are stupid in those in those worlds. <laughs> Especially in Gotham City. Okay, Bane's going to pull a piece of paper out of his pocket after blowing up a fucking football stadium. Yeah. So he's a terrorist. We got that figured yeah. out. And he's going to pull out a piece of paper and say, oh, this is from the commissioner of police yeah. and you're going to be like oh yeah we believe him yeah. totally also i feel protected when the city sends its entire police force into the sewers <laughs> uh, uh. 
but, but regarding Man of Steel, sorry, Man I, of, back to Man of Steel. I, I, I'll, I could get down for a Justice League movie if they can just lighten the fuck up. Yeah. And have a Absolutely. little fun with it. Yeah. Like, inspire me. Give me a little whiz bang. Yeah. Like, show me. You know, in the next movie, the first thing that Superman needs to do is apologize for this movie. And here's what I need. Here's what I mean by that. In, I'm, I'm not joking. Um, he needs to come out and be like, wow, like, I really didn't know what I was doing back then. Like, maybe he's giving an interview because that's something Superman does. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he's giving an interview to Lois Lane. And he's saying, yeah. like, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I feel like I let Metropolis down my first time out. And I've, for me, um, being Superman is about winning back your trust from that day. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. And, and then I'd be like, you know what, Superman? That Apology would be a accepted. bit of exposition I wouldn't mind. Yeah. It'd be way better than explaining what fucking terraforming is. God, yeah. That was terrible. Or, or just it, anything about the... That the, would be... That, that's the way to go with it. You're right. But, yeah. the, but then, that's, see, the thing is, it's not going to happen if yeah. you've got guys like Goyer, Snyder, and Nolan involved. Because no, they're, they're all cynical. the same thing. They're cynical people. And, dude, Warner Brothers, before this came out... Had the biggest boner for this movie. Yeah. Like, they, after test screenings, thought that they had lightning in a fucking bottle. Yeah. Like, they were convinced that they had made the next Dark Knight. Um, Guys, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not make the next Dark Knight. You fucked up. You You fucked up. You fucked up real bad, and you should be, you should go sit in a corner, and you better hope to Christ Pacific Rim is great, because then then it'll be a wash for you this summer. Yeah. And I wanted to love it. Like, I remember in advance of it, the trailers upset me. No. Well, the first teaser I liked because of the Terrence Malick look, but my, yeah. my, my attitude coming out of that was like, well, it's not gonna, the movie's not going to look like that. Yeah. It's Snyder. He doesn't do that. Yeah. And I was wrong about that. I'll admit I was wrong about that. But the, the movie still didn't manage to be good. The second trailer pissed me off. Uh, and then the third trailer actually got me kind of excited, yeah. which I'm mad about because I wish I hadn't seen that third trailer. Because the third trailer was the one, the one where you are my son. Yeah. That was the moment and all in the, the trailer. And, and all the, 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 ex- the action sequences were cut in a way that felt brisk yeah. and engaging. And then they weren't that in the movie. Yeah. Um, I it mean, was just blobby. to be fair, like the Smallville fight, if I just let myself forget it was Superman, I enjoyed it. I don't like, know. There was like this, the CG. The, the, it just uh, yeah. there was something about it that just bugged me. I liked I the know. way Feora moved. That didn't feel real. I liked her like quick, you know, quick striking sort of thing that she did. Yeah, that was cool to me. And you know that that that. Now nah, you know what I'm not even going to defend. Yeah, it good. D- <laughs> I, I just I just now you guys just heard me get tired yeah. <laughs> of defending it. And go, but no. I, I had friends in advance of it. They were like, "Oh, you're going to see Superman?" Because they know I love Superman. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Superman fan, and they're like, "Oh, you're going to see Man of Steel. It's going to be you're going to." And I was just like, "Nah, I, you know, I'm not excited. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not excited." It's Nolan, who I don't think understands what makes comic books fun. Yeah. Like, I love Batman. Be- I love Batman Begins. It's really good. That it's that's one of my favorite comic book movies, and I like Dark Knight. I love Dark Knight too. Yeah. I have problems with both of those movies. I have issues, but I, I still think that they're great. Yeah. Um, but after Dark Knight Rises, I don't trust the dude. No. Because no one's saying no to him. He's surrounded by yes men who he write in blank checks. He spent every cent of his creative <laughs> capital in that oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, I have you no have trust. no goodwill left. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't trust him anymore. I definitely didn't trust Snyder because the yeah. last movie I liked of his was Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And we discussed that already. Yeah. And Goyer is is... Goyer wildly. directed Blade Three. <laughs> That's all you got to know about him. He's wildly hit and miss. Yeah. Uh, and again, he needs someone to tell him no. He also and ran the TV show <laughs> Flash Forward. I could do this all day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, 
Yeah, that's that's not. He he didn't he direct that remake of that Scandinavian or Norwegian film, Invis- the Invisible. Didn't really? didn't Goyer direct that about the teenager who's like a ghost? Oh, probably. He's like solving his own murder or some shit. Awful. I can't really remember it that well. I watched it. It was not good. Uh. Um, but he, so, and I might I think Goyer directed it, but I. The thing is, is like uh, those names did not give me get me excited. Yeah. And then the, when I saw the pictures of the costume, I was not excited. And then when I heard the no kryptonite, no Lex Luthor, I was not excited. Yeah. And and so it was just all these strikes against it. And people were like, well, you just want to hate it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. I just know that I'm Why going to. Why would I want to hate? Why would I want to hate a thing I love? Why would I want to hate a Superman movie? I, yeah. I I told this was my thing is I wanted to go into that movie, and come out proven wrong. Yeah. I wanted to come out of that movie being like, guys, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I judged this too harshly before I saw it, and yeah. I fucked up because this is awesome. And finally, someone has made a Superman movie that I can be excited about because I've still never seen a great Superman movie. Yeah. It hasn't happened. I think the thing that bugs me so much about it, and then I want to hear how you would make it better or how you would make the next one better. But the thing that hurts me so much <laughs> Fire about it. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a starting point. But the thing that hurts me so much about it is that the people who like it, I feel, and this is this is I feel like this might be a condescending thing thing to say, but whatever. Um, the people who like it are liking it for the wrong reasons and yeah. taking away from Superman the things that are the opposite of what I take away from him. Oh yeah, like absolutely. the people going, oh yeah, it was great because there was actually action and stuff. And I was like, and no, Superman, Superman killed a guy and he was badass. And I'm like, no, that's no, the exact opposite of what this thing. guy's about. That's not why we like this. Yeah, like we, I like John McClane because he kills the bad guys and he's a badass. Yeah. Like, we have guys for that. Not every guy yeah. has to be that yeah. guy. This was the one guy who's not supposed to yeah, be that this, guy. Yeah, this and Spider Man were the only ones we had that weren't that guy. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and this just got taken away from us because mm-hmm. now he'll just kill a guy and the story won't earn it and yeah. you won't do the character work beforehand. And now, you know, it's 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 just all the glibest filmmaking that yeah. anybody could possibly make. So so how so so you're in charge of, of Man of Steel two now. Um Man of oh, Tomorrow. God. I don't even uh, want that job. <laughs> so you quit. Um, <laughs> no, I I would do um what and I I wish George Miller had gotten to make his Justice League movie. Yeah. That would have been – I think that would have been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But I, what I would do is – did you read – Do you have you read the first issue of Superman Unchained? Yeah. yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it's, it's the first issue. You, with decompressed storytelling now, who can really say? It's hard to judge. But, I, I mean, I, so, Snyder, I really like what he did with Swamp Thing, and I really like most of his work on the new Batman book. Love the new Batman. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing a great job. And – his Superman Unchained book is, I think, that the, that issue was the first Superman single issue I've enjoyed of anything since uh, All Star. Like, I mean, I liked some of Grant Morrison's action comics run. It was I just thought too some of that confusing. was confusing, but it, yeah, it got really, it got really too, it got too Morrisony. Yeah. Um, oh, it turns out that this fifth dimensional lamp attacked him in his past. Like, and okay, s- s- come on. Like, yeah, we don't. Why? Why, why, are, why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I didn't, you know, I didn't like, uh, any of the Superman stuff, the, the main title, Supergirl's been okay. Anyway, sorry. And I don't like the, the Batman Superman book that Greg Pak did. Have you read that? I read it. Everyone's creaming their jeans about this book and I don't like it. It's really pretty. Yeah. You know. It's, it's, it's artistically interesting. It's, it's interesting to look at. Um, the Bruce Wayne half of it is yeah. good. But again, this just speaks to me volumes about the disrespect for Superman and how Batman's everybody's favorite 
And to me, Batman yeah. is a crypto fascist thug dick <laughs> who needs fucking therapy. I love Bat. I love them both. I do too, like, but I get, I get this backlash. Well, the problem is Batman, and there's because... there's a great episode of a uh, Kevin Smith's Batman podcast where he interviews Jeff Johns, and Jeff Johns says something that. I hadn't thought about before, but he's absolutely right. That when we write Batman now, everybody who writes Batman writes what Jeff Johns calls Bat God. Um, yes, yes. I yeah. I, I, I can't remember who I talked. Was it you I talked to about this? Maybe. Because I've, I've heard this, this exact thing. Yeah, that, like, and I completely the agree. Way, the way Bat- Batman – here's a Batman story now. Villain comes in, fucks Batman up really bad using XYZ technology thing. And then Batman looks completely beaten. And then instead of – if it were Superman's story, Superman would, like, overcome and then mm-hmm. fight him. Instead, what Batman does every damn time when he's poorly written is uh, say, well, actually, when you thought you were doing this thing at the beginning, I had already planned for it. And then he, like, hits a button on his utility belt and something <laughs> blows up. Like, every single yeah. time. Um, and, you know, I want a Batman that fails. That's why I love Snyder's Batman. Snyder's the Batman. very first arc, mm-hmm. The Court of Owls, was like, you think you know Gotham? You think this is your city? You're no, wrong, bro. You never knew it. Yeah. That's compelling. That's Make your yeah. heroes wrong. And this zero-year stuff that's happening with it now is I've only read good. the first issue, but I've really, really enjoyed it. It's pretty cool. How it opens with, like, fucking Escape from New York Batman. <laughs> I'm like, all yeah. right, yeah. 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 I'm on board with this. It's sort of reminiscent of the earthquake. Uh, yeah. Um, no the Man's Gotham Land. earthquake, No Man's Land, yeah. yeah. Which is one of my favorite big stories ever. Um, you, you know what I loved is the Gotham... Um, the Gotham Central story. Well, no, it wasn't a Gotham. It was it was in one of the Gotham Central collections, but it's about yeah. um, Montoya, Detective Montoya, yeah. teaming up with fucking Two Face, and Two Face. It's it's right after the earthquake. It's during yeah. No Man's Land, and Two Face is flipping his coin for every decision, and it's just it comes up heads every time. Like yeah. And it's just like this whole probability game of yeah. like at some point it's going to come up tails and he's going to do something evil. Yeah. But for now, he's like helping people because every time he flips the coin, it comes up heads and it's like, oh, I got to do oh, the good thing. Cool. I got to save these people. Oh, I got to not kill this person. Oh, I got And it's a really interesting story. Yeah. But, um, sorry. No, yeah. every no Man's Land is awesome. No, it's great because it, it, it was it was a small comparatively. Like, I don't like the crossovers that are the big, like, oh, no, a big threat from the cosmos is going to tear apart yeah. reality. Like, I like, oh, there was an earthquake. Like, <laughs> shit. Or, oh, hey, now the government's going to regulate superheroes, and you yeah, got to choose yeah, sides. Yeah. Like, uh, and that that was good until... Uh, that was just good. Eh, I loved it. Eh, yeah. With the, like, the, the mind-controlled virus shit or whatever what? that it went to. Are you talking about Civil War? Yeah. The, I'm th- sorry. I'm thinking of Ultimate Alliance too. Oh, the video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was never a mind control virus. No, they just fought. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was really. Good. Except that I didn't. They made Reed Richards too much of an asshole. Yeah. There, I yeah. thought. Um, I mean, he he and Hank Pym. I mean, I'm fine with Hank Pym being. An oh, asshole. Hank Pym's always been an asshole. Yeah, that's that's the fun yeah. thing about Hank Pym is he's yeah he's, <laughs> like he's, he's beating He is a fascinating character. Did you read Age of Ultron? No, I haven't read any of the Age of Ultron he's, stuff. He's, it's confusing as fuck. Just be prepared for that. That's why I haven't read it. Yeah, it I'm looking forward to Infinity just because I love Hickman. It doesn't end so much as it stops. Um, really? Yeah. It's just sort of, okay, now it's done. I heard it leads up to some dumb, really stupid reveal at the end that's not it satisfying or rewarding. It doesn't make any real sense. Okay. No. Um, there is, uh, can I spoil one thing that doesn't really relate to the actual story at all, mm. but it's at the end. Mm. Um, so spoilers, uh, Galactus is going to eat the ultimate universe now. 
I'm I'm not really happy about that. It's just so wacky. It is wacky. That I'm like, okay. But I like Ultimate Spider-Man. I do too. Well, and he's probably not going to succeed. Like <laughs> That would be cool if that's the, like how they end the Ultimate Universe. Like, yeah. oh, we did this for like, you know, 10 years or whatever. Yeah. We're done. I just like, he's such like an old school, weird, big, stupid thing. Galactus. Galactus. I love Galactus. Like, I love him, but he's really stupid. Yeah, he is. That's why I love him. Yeah. That's, why, like, that's why I will always say that the squid is the way to go in Watchmen. Yeah, and you're right. Because it you has to be me. big and dumb. It has to be big and stupid. But uh, he's so big and stupid, and the Ultimate Universe is so aggressively not that that I can't wait to watch those two things clash. That's interesting because the Ultimate Universe is very much grounded in, like, politics. Because when they did Galactus, he was Galactus, and he was this big nano swarm thing, which was cool in its way. That was kind of fun. Um, And I I also like that in that miniseries, they didn't kill it. They just managed to annoy it enough that it went away. (laughs) um, that was, so, isn't, so yeah. like, isn't Captain America president right now? He was president in the for Ultimate a minute, universe? and he stepped okay. down. Yeah. No, that, that whole universe has kind of gone off the rails. Like, I, I, I read uh, the thing where Magneto flooded New York, and I stopped with the issue where uh, mm. Blob ate the wasp. <laughs> I and didn't I was know like, that happened. I, full page awesome. spread. Blob is just chowing down on fucking Asian mutant wasp's guts. And I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) What? I think we can be finished with this. Jesus Christ. Um, So, so yeah, you didn't answer me. What's what's your movie? So, Jesus. Wow, we got way off track. Um, So, Superman Superman Unchained. Yeah. There's uh, the... It's like Nagasaki. The beginning. Yeah, ignoring that. Uh, When it it really picks up. And it's Superman coming and taking out those rogue satellites or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he's there's the the what the fuck are those called uh, the thought not not thought bubbles the captions the captions yeah wow I'm smart today it's all about the Colder's Leap all about the thing in Smallville where they would jump oh, yeah, from the yeah, barn yeah. into the th- and that is how I would handle it, it yeah. I would because for one you can't do an origin story again it's done now we've mm-hmm. seen three Superman origin stories in movies. So you're not talking about making a direct sequel to Man of Steel. You're talking about rebooting. I would, I would reboot it to a point. I would, yeah. I would, it would, it would be sort of like I don't know how to explain it. Like first class, I guess, in a way. Okay. Where it's like it's still going to kind of incorporate the world you know, but instead of doing the prequel route and giving you another origin yeah. story, because at this point that battle's over. Yeah. We've lost that one. This is this for better or worse, this is the continuity you yeah. have to play. Nobody in. wants to see another origin story yeah. and as much as I that's what I would want to do with it is just reboot it again. It's just completely start yeah. over and be like, let's get so this let's right. So let's assume you can't time. do that. You have let's to make a sequel to Cable Superman. Sequel. Yeah. I would just I would do first off, I would I I'm stealing your idea about him <laughs> addressing people and saying, "Sorry, I this is why I have to be better now." Yeah. That's that's a good out. Um but I would have his, a lot of flashbacks mm-hmm. uh, to his childhood and, and show it. Do the fishing scene. Yeah. Do a scene where he's playing football. Do a scene where he's playing catch. Have a yeah. scene at the church. Not that we're going to cheat and do a real like Midwestern church. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it's, and a lot of times, though, it won't even be full flashbacks. It'll be like that, that caption, that, that inner monologue he had, except he'll be telling somebody something. Like, yeah. oh, when I was a kid, da-da-da-da-da. You know, like bring bring the Smallville, bring the farm boy, bring that into it as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, the Luther, absolutely, because you need Luther in this world now. And I would fucking bring in Brainiac. 
Yeah, that'd be okay. Well, you've got all these spacefaring Kryptonians. So what I'm thinking, like if this movie is saying, like, yeah, there were Kryptonian colonies everywhere, like why did they all die? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. See, I just would, I just want to make do a simple thing that ignores all the implications of the last <laughs> movie and just kind of like is a sequel, but sort of like says, yeah, let's not talk about that yeah. stuff. Like how uh, Halloween H two O. Yeah. I would just ignored all it just of like ignored the, four through six, Laurie's niece and yeah. everything, which is a shame because I actually quite like Halloween five. Five, yeah, the one before, uh, the one before the Paul Rudd one. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I like because Halloween four, I love. I love Halloween four. That's the Halloween one where at the end, spoiler, he gets me... shot in the culvert, right? Yeah, they just gun him down. Yeah. yeah, five is the one where Loomis goes crazy. Yeah. and sets the trap for him. That's, That's what funny, I love because Loomis is my favorite to character. Me is the worst. One really, yeah, it oh, worse God. than resurrection. Oh, uh, see, I forget that resurrection exists yeah. because yeah. that was that bad. No, resurrection is by could. far the worst. Yeah, Buster Rhymes does not get to beat Michael Myers. No, Sorry. no, Tyra I Banks. Like... Why? No, was she even in it. But you know, we got to watch Starbuck fight Michael Myers for a second, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, like Starbuck. All right, well, um. <laughs> So, yeah, I would do the, the H2O thing. Just yeah. kind of ignore the shitty stuff yeah. and just but just keep going. Just be like, okay, well, Superman is here. We gotta How long has it. he been Superman when we open? Two years. Two, okay. Two. okay. You don't want to yeah. do too far yeah. in the future, but you got to have some time pass. Yeah. Well, and Luther is really interesting because, you know, this movie really gave Luther the ultimate case to make. Because that's Luther's whole deal in the comics is, like, we've just let an alien hang with us. Yeah. Guys, oh, look what he can do. And that's that's perfect. Have yeah. Luther come out and be like, "Look at what happened. Look what he did to us." Yeah. And then you give Luther all this support because yeah. that's what I like when Luther went from just being a mad scientist mm-hmm. in the you know the books in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And fi- I think for a stretch in the 50s. For a long. Still, no, he yeah. wasn't a CEO until John Byrne. That's right. It was yeah. John Byrne that, with Man of Steel. Yeah. The good one. Which is what they should have done. No. Yeah. They should have just taken. John Burns, Man of Steel, and just yeah. done that, or I, or Superman Birthright, or or Birthright, yeah. or any number of stories besides this one. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah, um, but yeah, you just you you do the Luther is a guy who thinks that Superman is a threat. Yeah, and, and then that, and then you work Brainiac into important. it somehow. Yeah, uh, well, with the with the little robots. What little robots? The little robot uh, fucking. Robot servants from Krypton. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Make that Brainiac. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're all the Brainiac intelligence. Yeah. And and then, yeah, they start just assimilating things. Yeah. And then, oh, it's Superman versus the Grey Goo. You know about the Grey Goo? The Grey Goo. Grey Goo is this uh, problem in, in futurism. It's a nanotechnology issue that if you create a, uh, a, a, a nanobot, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. and give it the simple instruction, replicate yourself, then it's going to start consuming the things around it until the whole world is nothing but a giant ball of gray goo. You just scared the shit out of me. You should be scared. Yeah. It's, it's something with that... just the word. I, <laughs> let me just be clear. I became mortally terrified <laughs> with the implications right after you said, replicate yourself. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's no good, man. Um, so yeah, at that point you're making Superman versus the gray goo. Um, the intelligence is just sort of trying to build more and more of itself, and yeah. Superman has to find a way to beat the thing back. And that's really interesting because then maybe, and this might be stupid, um, he's got to find some way to work with Luther 
Because yeah. the thing is that Luther, if you're going to bring Luther into the franchise well, at this like point. it's like in Last Son when he yeah, had to team yeah, up yeah, with yeah. Luther and Parasite and uh, Metallo and uh, Bizarro. Yeah. They had to team up to fight Zod. Yeah. That was a cool story, that too. Really that was cool. a really good story. Yeah, and it was what Donner would have done. Yeah. Not a Richard Pryor in sight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but the, the thing is, if, if you're going to bring, I think if you're going to bring Luther into the franchise, you've made such a good case for why he's right that you can't really play him as a pure villain. No, you because can't. Because he's too sympathetic. Well, and that's what's great. That's what I think is great about that is there's a, there's a, there's a gray area yeah. there. So at the end – It makes it more interesting. You have him team up with Superman because mm-hmm. he's like, look, you, you know, you've, you've got the brawn. I'm way smarter than you, so I'm going to find a way to fix this. You're going to basically just be my dog. And then he, he does all that. He works with Luther, and then he finds out that Luther was like going to do something nefarious. Yeah, planning like, against him. Yeah, and then he has to fight him and beat him, and then it's satisfying. Yeah. And then he's proven that he's good. Um, yeah, that's the thing. is It's a story of redemption for Superman, for yeah. what happened in the last movie. The whole, the so whole you movie would, is him trying to make up for it. The thesis is he's trying to make up for something that at the end of this movie, he didn't seem to think was his fault. It was. Oh, he should have. Absolutely. Yeah. I I I think that's the only way they can fix it. Yeah. And then and then at the end, you know, give me a little Bruce Wayne cameo or something. And, hey, yeah. Cool. And, I'm in, let's I'm into go. that. Like let's 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 do this thing. And then keep Zack Snyder far away. You know far what away. I would like actually more than a Bruce Wayne cameo? What? A Hal Jordan cameo. Yeah. Cuz it's way less expected. Yeah. And it's but it, I Would think you keep him as Ryan Reynolds? We're going to I'm going to say something now. I'm going to make a confession. I liked the Green Lantern movie. I am one of two I'm, people I'm on gonna the I'm going to need you to leave the hot oil studios like now. Yeah, I figured that. Um, and it's because I was expecting it to be garbage. And a lot of it was. I'll admit that. But you know too. what? It had fun. No, it, it didn't. It, yes, it did. It had a, there was a lot of fun in that movie. There was no fun. There was so much fun. Okay, so here's the thing. Hal Jordan, favorite superhero. Really? Um, yeah, he's he's my guy. Like I love all these dudes, but Hal Jordan, like the whiz bang wish fulfillment of it. And yeah, I love Green Lantern. I love yeah. Hal Jordan. I'm more of a John Stewart, Kyle Rayner guy myself, but I do love Hal Jordan as well. well yeah. But but yeah, the, the that that was bad. What 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 what? They kept the, the, the sci-fi elements in there. Mark Strong was amazing. Mark Strong Sinestro. was really good. He um, was so good as Sinestro. And, they, and you they know what Hal Jordan did? He saved some people. He did. He saved people. He that saved was a the bus full of people. He saved people, and he had to get over himself yeah. to become this character, to yeah. become this hero. And you saw Oa, and I loved Oa, and they didn't make Oa stupid, and they didn't make they yeah. didn't make Kilowog a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they made Parallax a cloud, but uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they made Parallax a big stupid cloud. Which is what Marvel did to Galactus. Yeah. But, um, well, what Fox did to Galactus, yeah, to be well, fair. Not Marvel, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of say in that. That's why they're trying to get all those properties back. And they got Daredevil back. They got Daredevil back. I'm and I think super, Ghost Rider, too. They got um, Punisher back. Oh, Punisher. They got Punisher back. Oh, dude, let's make a Marvel Knights movie. Well, you heard what DC might do. They might make a Justice League Dark movie helmed by Guillermo del Toro. That's not going to happen. I know it's at least it's in development. Gu- it's Guillermo del Toro, and hit, you know what Guillermo del Toro's favorite thing to do is M- number two favorite thing to do. Us. His number two favorite thing to do is make movies. His number one favorite thing to do is announce movies that he's never going to fucking make. He's such a tease. You're talking about Mountains of Madness, right? Mountains now? Mountains of Madness, Frankenstein, uh, Hellboy three, which is ne- which has now never been gonna, admitted yeah. that it's never going to happen. Finally, Haunted Mansion. 
Oh, um, that would have been cool. Well, you heard you heard what happened with Mountains of Madness, right? Like he had Cameron on his side. Yeah, Cameron, and then uh, was it Universal and Paramount? I think. Yeah, like, and it was studios? it was like a sixty million dollar R rated mm-hmm. horror film. Yeah, and they were like, no, we can't, we can't make this. Yeah, you know. Um, and I would have loved that. Would have been, been amazing. But that's what Pacific Rim is. That's why Pacific Rim is going to save the summer. Um, if Fast Six hasn't already. Because so far, <laughs> by the way, everybody, Fast Six, best movie of the summer, easily. Um, I can't even remember. This is the end is probably the best thing I saw. Uh, this is the end is is probably better than Fast Six, but I really I don't I discount it because it's a comedy, not like the big actiony blockbustery mm-hmm. thing. Like spe- speaking in that specific genre, Fast Six uh, best you. one so far. You, yeah. Pacific Rim might save it. Like, I hope so because uh, this was going to be such a good summer and it just wasn't. Uh, well, uh, it, what else we got? I don't know. We've been talking for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we're both pretty I sad. I came over now. here to edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, ah, let's talk about Man of Steel, which I'm glad we did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that DC Dark thing's going to happen. I yeah. just don't see it happening. You're I, probably I, I right. I wish. I wish. It I sounds like love, it's a pretty crowded screenplay. John Constantine and fucking Swamp Thing and Dead Man in a movie together and Zatanna. Or, yeah, I would, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm into that. It'd be cool. Uh, you're right. you're probably right. I just, probably did, not I just I'm just tired of Del Toro saying this is what I'm going to do. No, you're not. You're not going to make a haunted mansion movie. Yeah. You're not going to make your Frankenstein movie. You're not going to make fucking you know, at the Mountains of Madness. That's not his fault. But oh yeah. god, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, I also would have probably cared about the Hobbit. I shouldn't talk shit about Guillermo del Toro. I love. I met him once. He's a hell of a really? nice dude. Yeah. I hear he's really really nice. Yeah. Um, and Devil's Backbone is still one Devil's of my all time so favorite good. movies. It's so damn it's good. so good. And Pan's Labyrinth is, well, everybody knows how good Wasn't Pan's he going to make a sequel to Kronos, too, at one point? Was he? That's the only one I haven't seen. I've seen Mimic, but I haven't seen Kronos. <laughs> Mimic I is love great. Mimic. Mimic is so underrated. Yeah. Mimic is so good. Mimic is great. Have I earned your good graces back uh, after the Green Lantern thing? Not really. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, you like Mimic. I mean, you uh, off, off mic, we're going to, you know what? We're going to record don't, a whole other to. podcast. I want you to convince me. <laughs> I don't think I will. Because uh, I don't think I've never said that phrase. Guys, I like Green Lantern without immediately just being pilloried, ripped into. Like, yeah. it's just. It's, it's, it's definitely. Like, like, people wait for the punchline when I say that. People yeah. are like, uh, no, oh, wait, really? It's a lot like saying things like, you know, I think there was some merit to the Society of the Antebellum South. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, just stand up and defend that. <laughs> like, oh, God. Like, yeah, it's, you know what, it is like, it's the it's the comic book nerd version of, yeah, maybe the Holocaust didn't happen. Like, it's seriously, like, people you know what it's get more like, enraged. And this might just be the Southerner in me, but it's a lot like hanging a Confederate flag and then being like, heritage, not hate. Which, like, <laughs> where you're, like, trying to take it back. <laughs> yeah, where I'm trying to be like, well, Green Lantern was actually, I liked it for the sci-fi elements. But, yeah. I, you know, it's like, I like it for the colors, not the uh, racism. Yeah, it's just it just reminds me of where I came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I would not have helped Ryan Reynolds play Hal Jordan. I don't think he would do it. No, probably not. I don't think he would do it again, because he admits that that movie was poorly made. Now, the, the correct answer, everyone, is Nathan Fillion. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's got to be him. That's, yeah. That that there you go. There's um, Al Jordan. Yeah, and then you know I'll I'll take a page from George Miller. I'm gonna put Adam Brody back as Flash because I like that idea. I like I like that Flash being idea. the young young inexperienced. One, that's a really the Spider Man of the group. Like he was on Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, you know. Um, that is a good idea. And then for I, I don't know who who my Wonder Woman is. 
Um, oh. You know what would be interesting? Uh, what's her name from Firefly when they were talking about? Marina Bakarin? Marina Bakarin, That'd yeah. That'd be interesting. What I would do, just me, is, and this is just off the top of my head, let's make Wonder Woman kind of an older woman. Let's make her to me more now. That's cool. Yeah. That's actually really cool. I don't know if I'd go with Demi Moore. I mean, somebody somebody in that age range. Well, Marina Bakarin is... How old is she? She's probably in her 30s. She's in her 30s. Like, yeah. that's... I mean, the way they're casting shit now, that's yeah. old enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that's old now. Wow. Um, although Christian Bale was... He's kind of... He's in his late 30s. He's going to be in his 40s now, Yeah, he's right? getting to 40. I don't know. I would... Yeah, Demi Moore, that's a good idea. You know who would be good as Wonder Woman is... Uh, I don't know. I thought I'd think of something on the way there. I didn't. Uh, you know who I really loved? You know who my yeah. favorite part of Man of Steel was, by the way? What? Uh, Diane Lane. Yeah. She was my favorite part she of the movie. She was great. She was so good. Yeah. No, she and, and she, she, she pulled off the... Though the the very little they gave terrible her. scene. Mom, Mom, uh, I yeah. found my real parents. <laughs> the ones that are actually my parents, the, not the ones that raised me. Not even... <laughs> Are you thinking about what you're saying right now, Clark, to the woman? <laughs> you're breaking this poor woman's Oh, and then heart. her reaction, too, is just, well, that's nice. Yeah, that's... which is exactly how you'd react. Like, oh, yeah, your kid sure. came up and gleefully was like, hey, you're obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Clark. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Even better. Let's make a Man of Steel 2 where he's the bad guy. He's just gone <laughs> full fascist. And then it's a Batman movie, and Batman has to take him out. Let's make that movie. <laughs> God, it's it's just it, anything is better than what you're doing now. For sure. Even I Superman agree. Returns is better. Superman Returns is better. Yeah. Deadbeat dad no. It is. I you know and I hate the kid. I hate that kid. Cuz you're cuz he's stupid. I fucking hate the kid thing. I really yeah. Oh god, do I despise no one likes the, kid. the kid thing. I despise the kid thing. Yeah. He's not, no there's there's one Superman. Yeah. Doesn't have a kid. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, no kid thing and no deadbeat dad thing. Yeah. Like, but when he saved that plane, that was Superman. Dude, when he saved the plane, Brandon Ralph was great. Brandon was Ralph great. was a great Superman. And he was great in, in Scott Pilgrim, too. Yeah, he was awesome in Scott yeah, Pilgrim. Scott I didn't Pilgrim's. see Dylan Dog, so I can't say if I liked him or not. I keep either. almost watching it. The production designer on my little horror movie worked on that. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, apparently there's a scene with a pentagram painted in blood on the floor. And he was like, that's my pentagram. Like, really? Dude, that's my dream job. Getting yeah. paid to paint a pentagram on the floor, that's like... Yeah. That's that's like taking what I did on my <laughs> notebooks in middle school <laughs> and giving me money to do it on yeah. a larger scale. Well, that's why we we uh, we have a scene in in uh, my little horror movie where the the thing the big climax is like a human sacrifice thing, and there's an etched septagram into this altar what? because a septagram is too more evil yeah. than a pentagram. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and everybody like there were people writing in online like, so do you guys study like Anton LaVey and satanic imagery? And we're like, no, we literally were just like, it's too more evil than a pentagram. <laughs> like that is our sole justification. I think we saw, I think the director saw it in, uh, in like some Lovecraft and was like, yeah, oh, that makes sense. Pay homage yeah. to the Lovecraftian thing. I prefer the, it's too more evil explanation, but you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't get interviewed about that shit. So there you go. Metal plus two. Yeah. I mean, then again, it's a tiny movie. Nobody gets interviewed about it. <laughs> let's, let's have some. I'll, I can interview about you about it sometime. Maybe, maybe watch it. <laughs> I, well, I will. Yeah, that's right. I have it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give it a listen, um, or or a watch, or whatever. However, however you prefer to sensorily take things in, you know, rectally is an option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna butt chug your horror movie. <laughs> See, that's something Superman did when he was a kid. You know that there was some time when he was like 17 and he succumbed to some peer pressure because Clark just wanted to be liked. Yeah. And he butt chugged something. Totally. He yeah. can't get drunk, though. 
Yeah, I guess he can. That would have been he why he butt chugged. Drunk. That would have been why he butt chugged is because he could be drunk for like two seconds longer than normal. Or I'd love to watch him like drink and then act drunk at the party to try try and fit in, like yeah. that Freaks and Geeks <laughs> episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. when they're drinking the non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, and, uh, and the only one who doesn't care is Seth Rogen because he's just like, I just want all this money. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. I like all Freaks right. and Geeks. We, James Franco, there's yeah. your Superman. There's a, yeah. No, Any, I'm just kidding. Anything is better than what you're doing now. Jason Siegel, nice strapping Midwestern young man. Yeah. Did you, did, have you seen the picture of Chris Pratt? Yes. He is jacked. He's terrifying now. He is so jacked. That guy is yoked. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to play Star-Lord. Fuck yeah. That was one thing I actually liked about this movie. When like he immer- when Superman, when Clark, after he saved the oil rig, gets out of the lake and he's like not wearing a shirt, I was like, okay, that's a yeah, that was cool. mountain yeah. of a man yeah. right there. Cause, yeah, that dude is massive. That was like, the first time where you ever see that like, wow, Superman is huge. Yeah. Because in the other movies, you know, Christopher Reeve, Brandon Routh, they're in shape, guys. Yeah. But they're not like you don't really believe that like Yeah. That the that the the atmosphere has like made their muscles huge. Yeah. Like, well you were supposed shit. to believe the whole like solar battery thing. That like mm-hmm. they're drawing on that energy yeah, or it's something. power as opposed and, to mass. Yeah. yeah, but like I But I Superman's want... always in the comics almost always. He's drawn huge. Yeah, he's supposed to be a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought they got that right. So yeah. whoever's, you know, putting that guy on a workout regimen, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Yeah. Because that was that was terrifying and huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I liked it. All right, we've been talking nearly two. Oh God, hours. this has been yeah. Okay, I think we got it all out though. Yeah, I I I probably don't have to talk about this movie again for a week. Yeah, I think I'm good for a week. Just for, for a, week. a week. I got one week of okay out of this experience. <laughs> <sighs> it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. That movie. Ugh. That's that's all there is to say. That's all there is to say about it. Turn this off now. Okay. I'll see you later, America. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it, guys. That was uh, that was me and John hashing out our feelings over Man of Steel. Uh, (laughs) I'm still. It's been forever since I've seen that movie now, and I'm still just broken up about it. Uh, I want to address this real quick. The uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, they announced they're going to make a Man of Steel sequel. And they're going to take... It's going to be inspired by Dark Knight Returns. (gasps) Yeah, my sentiments exactly. My sentiments exactly. We're going to take crazy libertarian Frank Miller's opus to (laughs) crypto-fascism and make a fucking Superman story out of it. No, man. Guys, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I get that everybody is frothing at the mouth. Well, not frothing at the mouth because they're happy. They're slobbering over the prospect of Batman being in a Superman movie. I get it. We've wanted we've wanted to see that forever. But there's a right way to do that, and this isn't it. And I don't want to see it this way. I don't want to see it this way. I don't care who they get to play Batman. I don't care what they're going to do because the thing is, Dark Knight Returns, if you haven't read it, read it. It is actually really well written and very interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting piece of art, but it... I cannot divorce it from Frank Miller's crazy politics. Um, but the, the the crux of that story with Superman is that Superman is hired by the U.S. government to stop Batman. And uh, and it, and Superman becomes this symbol. It's almost like he's the same character as in Red Sun. And it's really aggravating. And that's not a Superman story. Dark Knight Returns is a fucking Batman story um, that, that 
points out all of the things that are wrong with Superman from Frank Miller's perspective. They kind of turn Superman into a villain. He's a dick. Batman has this... It's a really great line, but it's very misguided where he says, I want you to remember this, Clark. I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the man who's too defeated you. And it's just, that's, you don't, that's not a Superman movie, man. Just, if you're going to put them together, do a world's finest thing. Don't, don't do this Dark Knight Returns nonsense. Plus, you're going to have to reintroduce Batman somehow after fucking Nolan's last disaster. Um, I'm just not happy about it. I, I know that a lot of people are excited just because it's Batman and Superman together, but I don't want to see it that way. I, that's not the story I want to see. Uh, I would honestly, I'd rather watch an Avengers movie that focuses on Squirrel Girl than, than whatever Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder and Goyer cook up for Superman and Batman, because at least Marvel's getting the spirit right. Um... So anyway, Warner Brothers, if you want to hire me to do anything, uh, I'll take back all my opinions and publicly renounce them and apologize. But until then, fuck you guys. <laughs> this is not cool. Uh, eh. <sighs> Justice League Unlimited still rules. I'll say that. Animated movies are great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and end this out <laughs> here because I feel like I'm about to get uh, blacklisted from something. Um, Guys, if you like us, even if you disagree with our opinion on the movie, uh, whatever, just go ahead and like us on Facebook anyway. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Rate us. Review us. That would help us out. Um, I'm sure we're probably going to get flamed over some of our opinions. But uh, anyway, until the next time, guys, take care. Stay safe. <laughs>